I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now tuned in to the greatest blood clot podcast in the world. You're welcome in advance. Leave all judgment at the door. We're here for the jokes. We don't do things lazy. It's the extra gravy. Roll up in my Tesla, baby. I want you with extra gravy. And I'll whip it round, thanking about you. With a smile on my face, no time to the day. Baby, tell me where. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into factual, that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, new spot. You see the vibes, kid? You see the vibes? New, new digs, who new this? Di- <laughs> new oh, digs, man. who this? Um, welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And if you're watching on YouTube, if you, I know some, most of y'all are listening. I don't know why. The YouTube experience is way cinema. It's, it's cinema, baby. Podcast P shooting. You know mm. what I mean? It's cinema. <laughs> yeah. It's way but better. You guys are, are missing out. In the new home of Extra Gravy. Yes. Artscape Daniel Launchpad. Shout out to Launchpad Toronto. I don't have my mixer and my sound effects today. <laughs> Just imagine <laughs> the sad piano <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm hurting. The, the loading screen it. didn't work. I was so angry. I was so mad. But you know what? I'm okay. For Christmas, we got to get you a new one. I think so. I think Gravy Gang. It's Gravy Gang who I, I was mean, talking about. Not you rich. You rich. in Gravy Gang. <laughs> But um, you know what? I'm still excited for today. I'm still excited yes. for today because we got a, a legend in the making, yes. in the building. Woo-wee. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a Juno Award winning, Woo. Polaris Prize winning. Uh-huh. Woo. Listen, this is the Canadian Lauren Hill. I don't know if y'all know it. <laughs> She's just a younger one. We have Havaya Mighty in Havaya the building. Havaya Mighty. Oh, snap. Love, thank you for having pop. me here. Thank I'm you excited for to be at the through. new location. You're the yeah, first the one. First one. Really? First. You're christening oh, the spot. I feel blessed. I feel blessed. <laughs> christening okay. the spot. And um, it's only right. You've been having incredible years. Yeah, Not even just yeah. year. Years. How's thank it feel? How's, how's life? Uh, I feel like it's kind of unfathomable. I didn't really expect to be here. But... You know, I've been making music for many, many years, so I think it makes sense. You know, I put the groundwork in. But, oh, yeah. yes, you did. <laughs> yes, yeah, you but did. It's just it's crazy that it's actually happening now. Yeah, you know? but me and you have beef. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> what is the beef? Me and you have beef. Trinidad versus Jamaica. It's, I, can't, I don't even know is? if I can is call it, it beef. <laughs> Cause she doesn't eat meat, but <laughs> she she doesn't she hates oxtail. Why do you hate oxtail? <laughs> Yo, but see, my tour manager holds it down for me, right? <laughs> when we go traveling, you got it. He's got he eats enough Juicy oxtail for both it. you guys. Yeah. Why right. did I know two, that two it's gonna have to do with oxtail? Listen, listen, I don't have much gripes in life. <laughs> no, nah, but obviously it's a part of the, your lifestyle mm. growing up uh, yeah. in a Rastafari home, right? Like, yeah. I mean, low key, like if there was a type of meat that I would try, I think it's, it would it'd be, be probably, oxtail. Yeah, because it, the smell is quite. Remember that one time we went to Jamaica? Anyway, um, yeah, I was raised vegetarian. Um, I've never had meat. Uh, mm. Very strict, like Rastafarian lifestyle. My dad and my mom just kind of 
raised us in that environment, so it's like it's never been a need, it's never been like a want. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like everybody's going vegan now, so I feel like slightly ahead. Yeah, you, you were, were ahead you of the curve. A, way ahead of the curve. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely, definitely ahead of the curve. Um, you know what? I recently seen your parents at uh, the Legacy Awards. Oh yes, you did. Because they were like, "Yeah, Alicia Mighty," and I was like. She related to <laughs> Via and Omega Mighty, yeah. and then your parents popped up, and I was like, "Yeah, you look like your parents." Like, yeah. I don't remember if it was your mom or your dad, but I was like, yeah. "The hair will give it like, away." I, the no, hair. but like their face. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The jeans are strong. Yeah, the jeans are strong. Like, yeah, that's his, that's her parents, and like that's her sister too. That's so, crazy. Yeah, you know? when I saw Omega, there was no denying it. <laughs> I knew immediately. Yeah, we yeah. look like twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys really look alike. But I'm, that's crazy that your sisters are so like musically talented. What about like your mom and your dad? And I don't know if you have any brothers or anything like that. But. Yeah, my little brother mm-hmm. Anigas, uh, Mighty Prince, he's actually produced a lot of my tracks. So, oh, like, amazing! Yeah, wow. and then I have three older hold sisters. Hold on, hold on. This, this nigga's name is what? Anigas. <laughs> Mighty. Prince, but Negus Mighty. Negus Mighty <laughs> Prince? Woo. No, come on. We got to give a hand. That is what, we don't have sound effects. We're giving hand claps today. Oh, that ghosty, is you know. the most intimidating name I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Bro, and his beats are as intimidating as his name is. Like, okay. he's really, like, a natural with it. And then I have three older sisters. So, like, it's my bro, then me, then Omega, then my sister Navla, and then my sister Alicia, who yeah. was playing the piano. And she kind of is the founder. It? Yeah. You know, okay. She's the oldest and, like, She's like perfect pitch, like can play anything. Like if you yeah. sing a song, she's like, "Oh, that's E minor F." Oh, like, those wow. scare me. It's like It's like a project yeah, yeah, type. Yeah. So like, I, it's actually the talent's actually weaned a little bit by the time it got to me. But people <laughs> don't know that. So it's like, you're amazing. Nah, I'm like, what if you saw my sister? I always yeah. say the youngest sibling is the one that gets all the good stuff from all mm. the older ones. Because if you look at just. That's why I'm so hopeful for like LeBron's sons, because mm. right. I'm like, yo, if LeBron was doing that, imagine. Because you look at Wiggins' dad, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Wiggins' dad had a great career, came his, into the his league. His mom did Same too. with RJ Barrett. His mom was a yeah. His mom, mom. was an athlete as well. Yeah, RJ Barrett's dad. Yeah. And then you, you're just seeing it's never like uh, there's very rare occasions where it's like the sibling or the offspring is not as talented or doesn't inherit the same skills. You're, I always see them just get. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. But yeah, you see that the youngest sibling grabs all those tools. Were you grabbing those tools along the way when you were growing up? Yeah, I feel like I definitely was more than grabbing. Like I was in a way I was handed the tools because I was in the, mm. in the household. It was the house environment. Yeah. So I was just surrounded by like all my sisters played piano. Like so I was surrounded by classical music. Like you can hear that influence in my music now, like the trap influence, yeah. kind of like the the dark chord progressions and stuff like that. But then my dad was listening to culture reggae. My mom was listening. That's to That's who I hear in your music. Yeah, I hear your dad. Yeah, like because okay. I I would assume that just because based off the rastas that I know, mm-hmm. a lot of the <laughs> things that you're preaching because you you don't just talk about one or two things. You touch on basically everything. That's a lot right. of slavery, history, yeah. and just injustice and how you you view your blackness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of that stuff is instilled from a very young age in a Rasta household. You hear it. Uh, specifically. <laughs> I know that for a fact. So I'm it's like, true. I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, her dad is is in this music. Very and present. he's in the music. He's on He's has He's a little tick on Honey Bun. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. He had a little Lauren Hill moment, a little miseducation. I don't even think he's heard it. That's what's crazy. Like, he hasn't really? heard it yet. Because I've been traveling and he's not tapped into like the internet. Like yeah, my mom yeah. has heard it, but mm-hmm. my dad, I don't even think he really heard the final, but I know he would approve. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's a movie star now. He's all yeah. in the video and thing. <laughs> Your dad looks like the, so he, famous. If there was a, <laughs> you know how like NBA has a logo? Like yeah. her dad could be the Rasta logo. Like <laughs> your dad looks like the quintessential. Like if they had to pick a you know the tourism photos? Yeah. It would just be him. They're picking your dad. Literally. It would be him mid skank. <laughs> <laughs> what a chalice. Or no, just it's just a hand gesture. Just like this. Nah, or like this. That's know. amazing. Ah, yes. ah. <laughs> My sister's been putting him on TikTok and like he was like instant viral. Oh yeah. Just like uh, by existing. Exactly. No, definitely. You put him, especially you put him near some trees, it's over. Oh He's <laughs> like gonna feel real ethereal, dog. I'm telling you. But yo, so you've been your your life is kinda one of those ones that I, I notice is like designed to become what you are almost. Like I don't know if it was you planned it that way or what, but even just seven years like singing school, working at Long and McQuaid. <laughs> like, that is, I don't know if you were cheating there and trying to get some cheap microphones or what, but it worked. It's like, <laughs> That's a smart play, man. That's see, surrounded by what you, you, you love all, at all times. <laughs> <laughs> the discount helped. The discount definitely helped. It's, it's crazy. I remember uh, I worked at Rogers and then, like, pivoted to, like, working Burger King overnights. I remember I was working Rogers at, will do that to you. Yeah, Rogers will do that. <laughs> like, we'll get into that one day. Like, we'll get into that someday, but... Uh, Shout out to the weekend. Sorry, Go ahead. <laughs> I was working at Burger King overnights, and I remember there was a guy that was like, "Oh, like you work overnights? Like, you know, actually, I'm, that story is not exactly what I'm trying to tell you." <laughs> <laughs> I got, that was we can job. hear that story too. It's funny. That was the job I got before Long and McQueen because, oh. like, it was one of those things where the situation with Rogers left me in a little bit of debt, you know. So I was like taking whatever Rogers. I could get. Rogers, got you. See? It was like it was bad. We'll get into it, but. <laughs> Uh, I was working at Burger King, and then off of the strength of that, some dude gave me some card. Then I started working at like SCI Logistics, which was like Walmart overnight, like factory. Oh, yeah. It was like really depressing. You were th you went through this is a Toronto <laughs> yeah. yo the yo like really I was trying to keep the hustle going, and then I remember I was like no I have to like pivot to to like my my passion. I have mm -hmm. to make a cover letter and target the places. Mm -hmm. So I was like. Convinced I was gonna go into fitness, mm. so I like was targeting like good life. And I mean, LA you are physically fit. Fab. Yeah. It's like physically, illusional. Physically, physically Delusional. Fit. Come on, no, like, no, no. You're chiseled. I mean, with, with, I look like it. <laughs> Listen, the I way like the way you filled out the outfit that you rock the, the hip hop awards. Hip -hop awards? Come oh on my now. god, they're not gonna give you that award if you're you know what I mean. You're wilding out here. See, I I remember everybody used to talk about TLC's abs. They would see, you know, T oh yeah, chili, yeah. chili, chili's they abs. Had yeah. They had good like, abs. You can easily be the fourth. They're not on your level. Like, yeah. 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 And it's so funny because, like, you see the abs and your last name Mighty, but you're so tiny. Yeah. <laughs> when people meet me, they're actually like, "Oh wow!" I thought yes. you were bigger <laughs> until I see you That's in person. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn!" That's how it goes. When you walk in, I was like, very tiny compared to me as well. Yeah, and, it, and her voice and her pre your presence, presence is, large. is large. So it's like, it's hard to, yeah, people meet you, they must be shocked that you're. Yeah. Maybe it's that Napoleon syndrome they talk about. Uh, <laughs> listen, Maybe. I gotta be bigger than I am. I call myself Big Norm, but people still see how short I am on yeah. camera. So it's, it's, isn't it depressing when it's the first thing they recognize? Like, oh, wow, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> the first, before they say hi, they're like, oh, but I. Like, that was the main reason they wanted to meet you. Like, oh, God damn it, you're not 6'5? <laughs> it's okay, I get the opposite. I get the holy, I didn't know you were that tall. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, you collecting Thanos music stones throughout your life. You're at Long and McQuaid. Mm. When do you decide to leave? When did, when was the moment you're like, okay, it's getting too busy. I have all, I the, have equi all the equipment. Yeah, I have all the equipment. I got all the equipment I could ever need. I'm done here. When am I leaving? Yeah. 
uh, I put a lot of like those like bricks down while I was at Long and McQuaid. Mm. It was really the cipher that I did in 2016. Okay. Which was like maybe a year after I started working there. Mm -hmm. It was with a, a platform called Team Backpack. Mm. And they had me and three other women do a cypher and we mm -hmm. became a rap group called the sorority oh i i know the sorority yeah Ooh, sorority hold on we got that was what Meg. throat was phoenix is me phoenix yep. lex and keisha, keisha. Lex Leo's you guys were amazing the sorority and to hard see where you karate. guys have all <laughs> yeah. gone to like after the group you guys are all doing your thing like, different things yeah and it's all working like i i love to see it i just seen phoenix was on tour oh yeah fire. um i seen uh Keisha at the, the Legacy, Legacy Awards, Awards. Yeah. Yeah. body and shit. And then I Lex love is it. on tour in the States, I think, as well. So Amazing. it's like, it's, obviously it was meant to happen, but that was mm -hmm. kind of like, during that time, I actually also was, because we're all solo artists before that yeah. Cypher. That's how we actually got asked to be a part of the Cypher. Yeah. So for me, the Cypher like kind of went Facebook viral. It got like 2 million views. So that was like my first taste of like, oh, like if you don't turn this into something, you might as well go work at a bank. You know, like yeah. this is the moment to pivot. Yeah. And so like my social media was trash. Like, I was posting my food on Instagram and stuff like that. Like it was like Snapchat on IG. So no oxtail. <laughs> You're not gonna let me live. Eh? <laughs> I had to like the business orientedness of it. Like I realized the value of like what I could turn that cipher those mm. views into, and uh, it turned into the sorority. But at the same time, I was doing my solo thing. So I put out a solo project in 2017. Then I put out an album with the sorority in 2018, and then I went back to putting out another solo album in 2019. But by this time. I'd met my manager, uh, I had a booking agent, I had established a team over those two years. Okay. And while I was working the sorority, I was also learning a lot. I was touring, mm -hmm. like going to places I'd never been, like learning how to perform with other people, like songwriting, like tactics, everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was also able to apply everything I learned into 2019. And yeah, right before I put my album out, my manager was like, like, I, like you know, I think we, because the money was smart. Like I wasn't yeah. really buying no chains. I was I didn't have a nice car or anything, but we were stacking. Yeah. So that I could leave, so that I could go Just full focus. time. Yeah. Reinvest into yourself. A hundred percent. And like it really like it feels like 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 synergy to this day because like I I quit like a couple of days before my album dropped. But like it was a plan with my manager. Like they worked with me like three months in advance. They already knew I was gonna like mm. phase out. Like I like I respect that they respected that I was bigger than retail, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know? And uh, within three months, yeah, May, June, whatever, four months, I won the Polaris for that project. Mm. And that was like a solidifier that you, you're not going to yeah. have to go back to work. Like, this is your work. Yeah. And yeah, for three years later now, it's like I'm still doing it full time. It's like yes. independent still, you know. Come on. Come on. <laughs> hand claps. Mm. And got sound effects. Hand claps. You should do the, uh, what Drake did at, at uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. But do it at Long McQuaid. Long oh, she already did that. She already did that. We did that at the Weave Shop. Was that in Eglinton? Chlor where was that? Uh, I don't even remember where we shot the the Chloray protesting. It was on Weave? Queen. There's uh, a Weave Shop like that on Queen. It was. It was Chloray. Yeah. Say word. Oh, wow. Yeah, that looked like an Eglinton West Weave, Shop. I don't even still. know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. So natural got roots. Natural roots. So let's talk about that for a second because like it's cool now. Yeah. But oh yeah. Oh yeah. When I, like I had locks before when you were locks were cool. Up. Yeah, and it was let's really be very cool. real. They're it not. Was rough. They're they're not still cool. Right. Like there's a lot of kids still being kicked out of school for not That's true. cutting their hair and all. Did you ever have to face any of that? So yeah, it's funny when when I grew up like until grade seven I had to wear a hat because mm. kids would do like first of all lice was a thing in school yeah. but also mm. kids would like 
throw sand in your hair, like these things that happened to some of my older sisters. So like, oh wow, um, yeah, me and me and my sister Omega, we had to wear like a hat until like grade seven. I felt like wow. What ends did you grow up in? I yo, I went. I grew up in Brampton. I moved to Brampton when I was like eight or nine. Okay, yeah. So that that's pretty you're much moving where I like grew that up. in Brampton. That's crazy. Yo, the kids. Yo, you're just you're still different. It's yeah. not maybe it wasn't as bad as Toronto because honestly that's why we moved. So yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was still very much like not only is your hair different, but now you've covered it with this other thing that looks like an afro. Like yeah. it was just confusing yeah. and like it did bring the attention that I didn't need. Yeah. No, yeah. Want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like even I remember like vividly in grade nine like these. And they were they were black girls. Like they came up to me and they were just like, "Well, who chose who chose that for you?" Yeah. <laughs> and I was just and they, they made me think overthink. I was like, "Did did I want that?" Like, you know, at the time I'm it's still a learning. Perming who I time am. still. It was a perming straightening. Yeah, hair at they all didn't times. understand it. And they yeah. were like, you know, like, well, could you like comb it out? They made me like mm. doubt. Another you know? one ahead of the curve. Vegan, natural hair. <laughs> yeah. Ahead of the curve. We're gonna we're gonna teach you guys today. <laughs> She's been on this shit. So sorority. Yes. I remember when you guys put out Ladies Night. Yeah. And it was like, oh, shit. Okay, first of all, because I had never seen women in the city collaborate. Right. Well, Gutsy Gus was just saying that. I saw that show. today. He and was I, it was saying, literally, I was like, should I comment? No, no, no. Yeah, you could have been like, hey, what about sorority? Because we literally oh, dropped. People always sleep on that. Because I see also even Paris Jam, Richards you know post, a, yeah, facts, post facts. A, uh, a song with a bunch of uh, female artists from the city. And she was saying, like, this is the first time. And I was like, mm. It's not the first time. It's not time. the first time, but I think people thought you guys were a group and you didn't have solo careers before then. Mm-hmm. I, I had known because I'd seen you on shows that I've hosted, like right, right, little right. talent shows and shit like that that was going on in the city. Mm-hmm. And I'd seen all the girls in different capacities. But mm-hmm. I'd, when you guys formed the group, I understood it to be a super group. But I know right. a lot of people looking in that just found out who you guys were thought you were just, it's like B2K. Yeah. <laughs> before Omar. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, it was it was definitely interesting um, seeing just the rise of that and seeing you guys you know go your separate ways and amicably like we talk about women not being able to work together mm-hmm. and these guys basically proved it <laughs> you know what I mean like you guys yeah. proved it you guys worked at a high level you guys produced some some bangers mm-hmm. and then went and split up amicably you and know what I mean and still support each other, support like each other. Yeah. day which is amazing there can be room for All, multiple yes, women definitely. in one space yes, definitely all definitely the time. i feel like we're constantly like kind of like a lot of people feel like there's so much competition and it's like you can only have one because that's what we were so used to, you know, it's mm-hmm. such a everything is not everything, but male driven a lot of these industries. Right. And so you'll always have that one token woman. It's not even token yeah. black person. There's yeah. a token woman, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's, it's like woman. it's just like, that's fine. We have one and that's OK. You know, I so. think it depends on where you are, because like I look at the UK scene and there's multiple black women out there just mm-hmm. killing. Is me. it now or was that? Before? No. Yeah. Now. Like yeah. now. Yeah. I know what you before mean. Like, before it was just like, non-existent. We still have to do better. But yeah. yeah. But we still have to do better. Like now. Yeah. Toronto. Now, now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Toronto still has to do better now, whereas other mm-hmm. places are already light years ahead of us mm-hmm. and I, a lot of it has to do with a population problem i think yeah. like because we don't have enough black people here to sustain like careers mm-hmm. in the arts we always have to branch out people say do you need america yeah you need american eyes <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah. you need people outside yeah. you don't need to leave but you definitely need your art to leave we you gotta have, expand yeah yeah, yeah you we don't have, have enough black people throughout canada yeah it is. throughout so, canada it's all just it's centralized in, in different areas. Yeah. Certain areas, and then that's it. Exactly. Right? The infrastructure exactly. is very white, and because of that, 
the understanding of the culture is also lacking. So like even the monetary value, that understanding is not there. So the investment is also not there, right? Mm, so it's like right. at some point, I feel like Canadian artists, like you said, you don't have to necessarily leave, but you have to expand because I was just thinking about this because I just got back from LA, Atlanta mm -hmm. for the BT Awards and like mm -hmm. even we were in the UK as well. And it's just like, I was reminded like post pandemic, you know, like <laughs> yo, when you travel, like the things that you see, like you wouldn't know they exist if you don't travel. Like yeah. it just feels yep. so small yep. when you're just kind of functioning within your city and that's all you know. As yeah. soon as you go out, it's like. Humbles you. Huh? Humbles you. It humbles you. It and also it tells mind. you that you have way more options options and opportunity city, like yeah. you don't have to feel like you can think way bigger mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. absolutely you need to be thinking big bitch you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta always, be thinking mighty i've always <laughs> i've always encouraged people to travel or like leave their city just for a little bit like you don't have to move forever mm -hmm. just go there for like a couple of months and experience something different it might not be for you but at least you're gonna learn a lot and then you can come back and you know apply whatever you learned over there here especially exactly. in your 20s yeah, in your 20s, 20s is your perfect Early time. 20s, experiment. Mm, I missed yeah. the You window. don't know, like... <laughs> I missed <Yeah>. the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I'm pissed. <laughs> I didn't. I, I watched her in Detroit, <laughs> living it up. I was like... I lived in D.C., New York, and Detroit. That's Should amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely am jealous I didn't, like, take advantage of that when I had the opportunity. I yeah. still have the opportunity. I don't know why I'm acting like I'm fucking old, but... <laughs> You're not old. It just old. feels like I have way more... Things tying me to here now, you, you responsibility really wise. Realistically, you don't. You know what I it's mean. It's his cat, man. He can't like, leave his cat. Facts. You can't leave your cat and your girl. Like, <laughs> nah. Your girl has her own business. She can leave yeah. too, right? Mm. She doesn't want. Don't to. blame your girl. She She's in her. 20s. She just went to Detroit. And that was her first time in America. I don't think oh. she just could pick up and leave. Well, <laughs> just because I'm like, yo, baby let's move. <laughs> <laughs> That's a but I don't time. think that like you definitely don't have things holding you back. I'm a different situation. I, I have like a whole baby and like who's tied to got family too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a baby. I had family before that, you and don't I know still what my family going through. I, okay, Maybe I'm sorry. I'm just fucking with you. I all, like person. even if you're not in your 20s, mm -hmm. you can still do it. Just be smart about it, yeah. and you know. Gotta like plan a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't just, just like, go. Don't just quit your job today <laughs> and like dip out because that's not responsible. Like yeah, people yeah. would more likely help out a young twenty-year-old than a thirty-some-year-old who's that's trying that's to. Hey man, I'm, I'm going. I'm going this year. I'm going next year. <laughs> it's okay. You see, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Limitless. The age limit. I'm going there. at fifty. Let's see if it works. <laughs> don't kill me. Hey, did it not? It's hard enough in I this city it. these days to plan on even. Even leaving yeah because <laughs> like mm. you trying to some people are trying to move out the city and we see no like close but not like too close i was i was even in the subway the other day and <laughs> alberta, the, alberta, slick. <laughs> alberta is calling i'm like you yeah. niggas think you're slick they have it on the radio and everything like that because <laughs> remember when i went out there and i told you guys the property is so cheap and i've been thinking about it i was like yo i got alberta. some family there mm. like in calgary say you're moving to slave lake she went to Slave Lake. Was oh, it called wow. Slave Lake? It was called something. It had to do with like Slaves. black. Like the lake was like something to do with black, I'm right? Sure it was Slave Lake. It was then, Slave Lake. I don't remember. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I would never forget. My cousin, like, 
I looked at it. I Googled it. And they were like, yeah, how it's like where a bunch of slaves were dropped off, like at the bottom of the lake and oh. shit. And then I came back and I told them. They were dropped off at the bottom of the <laughs> that's, lake? That's, yeah, that's, that's where dark. they were. Little Mermaid. <laughs> that's where they Little Mermaid dumped. coming soon. Uh, <laughs> but moving right along. But yeah, no, Toronto is, I don't know. There's a girl that wrote this uh, tweet. Toronto's just going downhill. The club scene, whack. Mm-hmm. House prices, whack. Renting prices, whack. Supportive artists here is whack. Most Jamaican food, sp- food spots, whack. Like, what's really going on is Toronto telling me I need to relocate to the U.S. And, okay. A lot of people f- just think that they have to relocate to the U.S. The club scene, I get it. Yeah. The house prices, a lot of stuff are yeah. Yeah. It's unaffordable uh, to live here. Renting mm-hmm. prices, get it. Yep. Yeah. Supportive artists here is whack. It's mm. getting better. I would say it's getting a bit better. It's getting better. Okay, it's it's getting better from where it was. I guess definitely getting better. But I think that I think people are getting better. Like Mm. the artists are getting better. Mm. I've always, I've never been on board with the Toronto doesn't support each other. Mm. Toronto doesn't support you if it doesn't look like you know what you're doing. (laughs) Because anytime someone comes (laughs) with their shit correct, yeah. I've never seen them not get help. I also think Toronto doesn't know how to properly support in the same way America has been trained their whole entire lives to support. They've That's had generations. Like, it's, it's, so. it's, it's like this, they're, they're almost bred to consume down south. Here, we're a bit more reserved and like con- conscious of how money is spent. Mm. Whereas mm. like in the States, it's like, no, you spend money, make money, spend money, make money. Yeah. Here, it's just like... We're going to hold it for a bit. Because no we have, to, see. We have yeah. to pay for rent. Yeah, we're going <laughs> yeah. we're, we're to see if we want to invest in this artist here right now. I don't know if I like you that much. Whereas in the States, it's very like, hey, man, if the yeah. community likes you, I guess we all we like all you. support. Let's support. You get a bag, right? you get a bag, and you get a bag. And, then, and just that, that circle of, of continuous consumption just ha- makes everybody eat. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Did you notice a change in support when you were evolving? I mean, definitely, like, the change in support has allowed me to, like, go to shows and see people singing my words back. Mm-hmm. Um, and just also getting opportunities, like, doing Sway in the morning, getting these, like, exactly. sort of invites, Ooh. and then having, like, uh, where I see the most, like, support, like, d- locally is, like, social media. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I could see the people, in the, and I could see how it transfers, like, on the Discovery page or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where I see the least support is at shows. And the reason that I say this, it's I just think Toronto, I don't know if it's a lack of support. It's just an interest. We just engage with artists interestingly. If we don't already kind of like have a cosign for that artist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when I perform like in Toronto, it's it's always like prove to me you're good. Yeah, and like and I'll be proving it the whole set, dance. forty-five minutes. I'm dance going. for me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. And I get mm. to the end, Golf and then song. I'll have a million. Yes, yes, and then I'll have a million people mm. coming up to me. Well, not a million, but you know what I mean. Like yes. a lot of people in the crowd that let me know you did a good job, but they you'll can, but you won't know while you're while doing you're it. performing ever mm. ever. So we're just so so little skies was so little skies was right. It's comedy similar. Yeah, rolling loud. I told you guys, those guys, but he was right, but. He was right for a he different reason. Like, Nobody yeah. knew him. Yeah. And he was in the wrong slot. Yeah. So it's like, we're expecting to see this person. Why are you here? Yeah. And on top of that, we don't know you. Mm-hmm. They set him up. Like, right, Rolling right. Loud set him up. Mm-hmm. So that I don't even blame him. I don't blame the crowd. It was just a bad setup in general. Now, c- correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if this Toronto culture is a bit too, like, is, is so ingrained in, like, West Indian Jamaican culture that, like, this whole, we got to be rude-wise and, like, no, you because know, when you really go to Jamaica, it's not like that. People aren't standing up just looking at you in the face. Like, they'll they'll beat off shots if you're sick. Like, yeah, it's just that yeah. simple. 
but it's and people want a vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here it's like it's back to the population thing again. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. two little people. It's a small church in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm telling people that all the time. Everyone's afraid somebody's gonna see them that knows somebody that knows somebody that whatever. Mm. And nobody wants to turn up because they look like, oh, I'm bag or I'm this I'm or that. And bad. it's just the attitude of don't I don't wanna look bag. Mm. I don't wanna stand. That's, I'm not but that's what I'm, I'm not saying. your yeah, fan. That, like I'm too yeah, cool, that's like at know? parties. Yeah, but know? it's more so because of the the degree of separation. Mm. Because if you're in America now, when you go to certain places, I've gone to bars where people are turning up crazy. Because they know they're not going to see these people ever yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you. I can go to this place and know I might not see anybody here ever again. So I'm just going to have fun. Like I'm on. Va- it's like when you go on vacation, you're like, nobody here knows me. I'm going yeah. I'm going ham. Yeah. And it's queer because Canadians don't, like, we don't have a, a swag surfing moment, like, in our clubs where everybody's, yeah. unless you play a one-two reggae joint. Like That's a good know? point. Like, I was just, like, in Atlanta, we watched Orion's Sun. Mm-hmm. And, like... Literally, like they started to set, like, "Hey, Atlanta," and then it was just like, "ATL, ho, AT," like the whole crowd, like just went crazy, w- went crazy, and it's like we don't have anything like that. Even just being like, and that's not even like the music's not even turned like that. Yeah. It's more like vibesy, but like the crowd mm-hmm. still has that energy. And then Detroit like even, shuffle, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they bust they, out the little when, I, when we did the, the slow culture. jam party in, doing in it, Detroit. Hella. It was just me- like depending on what song and pace. Yeah, there was a different step. Yeah. Different, yeah. and they all knew it. And it's like, Absolutely. I'm looking at blackness that has been here for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the difference. Blackness yeah. at here, mm. the blackness we know here now, like you very said, the new. dominating West Indian culture, it's very new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're c- kind of expecting all these things mm-hmm. that established countries that have been yeah. here way longer mm-hmm. than us. That's why yeah, Toronto's yeah, yeah, just a yeah. hundred and something mm-hmm. years old. Yeah, that's, that's why true. I said we don't have the generations. Like in yeah. the States, they've been there for generation to generation so that when like our people, our age, were born into families who had grandparents that actually went to university yep, right. and yep. are successful yeah. doctors, mm-hmm. lawyers, or whatever, grandparents, Yeah, you know? And then meanwhile, ours came straight from the island and yeah. probably yeah. did not really go to school or whatever. Like, Do we have, black, in do we, do we have a black rich kid, like, <laughs> click? I don't think so. Yet? I, do you know what I mean? Like, like we, do we have that? Like, every city in born, the States, you can go there and there's a... Group of black kids who their parents are just caked, yeah, yeah. and they live in good. They've been living good. <laughs> that doesn't exist yet. Like even, it doesn't even exist even here pep yet. Rallies. Like they, they're used to pep rallies. They have tailgating parties. They have all these things that get people hyped Facts. up before events. Facts. So like, it's within their culture it to get is, excited. It is their culture. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Like that is a big you know point. Stuff like that. E- yeah, mm-hmm. even like um, what do they call those? Those fraternities. Like we don't have yeah, that fraternity like, for uh, and sororities mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We don't. So they, we don't have that excitement that leads into whatever events we're, th- we're throwing there's mm-hmm. not like it's just very hey it's this different. is what we're presenting you hope you enjoy it right. and then you stand and you you watch and enjoy and it's indicative of our history like the fifth and sixth generation canadians like from halifax like that history was wiped like yes a yeah. lot of those people like are, have been removed from that like we might know more about the history because we kind of like I've, we're coming back to that education we're in now. the information right. age yeah and we get but to like we that, get to see it exactly so it's like that's a really good point that y'all are making like it's like, like we're like building it for the first mm-hmm. second time, I guess the second time. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but even yeah, like that's a great point. Look at the Black Ice documentary that Drake and um, X. and LeBron. 
It's Drake and LeBron. It's no, the doing? uninterrupted one. Yeah, yeah Black it. Ice, where it's, it, it's documenting the black families. I don't know has it come out that... yet, but it um, was at TIFF. It premiered at oh, TIFF, so I don't know if so it fresh, actually fresh. came out. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Um, but it's about uh, hockey, uh, black people in Canada in mm, hockey. So, mm. mm-hmm. I was gonna. Are you gonna say more about no, that? No, no, no. Oh, ahead. Um, wh- in regards to support, so I used to work for Flow, so we used to play. So, yeah, you, y'all supported me, yes. How is that across the country? Do you still get support? Like on radio yeah. specifically? Radio, it's like college campus radio, yes. Mm. Like that's just like, that's like a shoe in now. Yeah. A commercial radio, I've always felt, you know, because I'm an independent artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always felt like commercial radio is a bit of a money game it's a bit of a who you know game and because i don't really play that game i don't really feel like the support is as great as it could be yeah Yeah. i've had discussions with people where it's like if you want to go into radio game in the u.s Mm -hmm. if it's it's a money game so that the label if you're signed the label is gonna kind of pay that bill payola to get to get your music playing and then the idea mm-hmm. is if the song is hot, it'll actually pick up authentically, organically. But yeah. to get it in the door, to get like DJ Envy to play it or whatever, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's like that. So there's like kind of either who you know or there's a little bit of a fee to get in. Yeah, um, a little greasy. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's I don't know what it's like else. <laughs> That's how they're staying afloat. <laughs> these radio stations. Well, right, because who's listening to radio? So it's you know, for me, it's like I, I've really maintained doing everything organically. Mm-hmm. Like it's like even with streams cuz I feel like a lot of people probably pay for streams and it's like I've heard about the you know the black market in that world and it's just like but it's you don't really know mm-hmm. what you're really capable of doing when you do stuff like yeah. that. So it's like I don't really feel the weight of radio as much mm-hmm. as yeah. streaming. Like I feel like streaming numbers is what you check more so. Yeah. Um I don't feel like the support is quite the same but locally like you know like I guess it's G9 90, well, yeah, the blend now. Flow, flow yeah, my mom sends me videos all the time. Like, look, you're on the radio. Today. Yeah. Like, so there's a lot of support. Like, Vibe locally. 105 probably plays yeah, you a yeah. lot now too. I might have to call them. I haven't really seen them okay. as much, but okay. there is a lot of local support. Like, <laughs> well, Mastermind's there now. From oh flow, yes, so yes. They and have to the be honest, in Toronto takeover. So. Right, right. Yeah. And I haven't tuned in in a while, so like, I could be missing yeah. a lot of the support. <laughs> but I do think Canada, yes, outside of Canada, I don't really know. That's a big beast. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like it's like learning to strategize without yeah. like, you know, paying to look like you're doing something. I want to figure out like Thanks. how do I really do it? Yeah. And yeah. people have, get exposed so quickly. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was, just, <clears throat> I was gonna say I have a question regarding like your your performance on Colors. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did that like pan out after after you performed on there? Because I. When I look at colors, I'm like, okay, you, Do you, think it's like you made it to a certain level. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Do yeah. I think it's what? Do you think it was beneficial to you for you to yeah. do colors? Yeah, me and my team, like, we just, we always wanted colors. And That's mm-hmm. a dream right I there. think we learned that colors was like a, they'll, they'll contact you thing. Like, you can't be like, hey, so-and-so. Yeah. So it was one of those, like, you just have to work and mm-hmm. kind of get the attention. And it was, the timing was crazy because I just got out of the hospital. I, like, was sick last year, like, this time last year. So when I got contacted, it was like, I wasn't even ready to like perform again, mm-hmm. but it was the first thing that I did coming off of the illness. So it was kind of like the catapult back into like, yeah. you're built to do this. Yeah. Um, and then it came out a couple months later, like in May. Mm-hmm. It, was it like, it was like, yeah, it's like an artist's dream to do colors. Hell like yeah. I, I still have people that will go on like Instagram if like I follow them at a club or whatever. And they're like, oh, you did colors. Cause that's like pinned to the top of my yeah. page. It's like a point. It's like a, yeah. 
you know what it is too like as a rapper like when i first kind of got recognized it was through a cypher and mm. like i was doing all the battle raps and that year i was asked to do like every battle rap thing that existed <laughs> And my goal at that time was I really want people to recognize that I'm like an artist, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, because they put you in a box and looks yeah. like I sing. I also play the guitar. I play the piano. I produce. Like I wanted to not lock myself in. I wanted to be all encompassing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like getting invited to do something like Colors like solidifies that, especially as a rapper. You know what I mean? Well, it's mm -hmm. because you were on lesbeef.com. Let's be very real. That, <laughs> you did. You, you did. <laughs> you were on lesbeef.com. That's how it started. Why it are started people off grimy? I was Miss Grimy. You're actually. roasting people. That's, that's it was, what they yes, know you for. Yes, yes. And that then was I was your, upset about it. <laughs> that was your nickname, Miss Grimy? Literally, like MSZ. That was like MSZ. my. That was Good my times. like grade nine nickname too. was it <laughs> and, and like, all, pimpin, like all, those, <laughs> all so the worst funny. ridiculous but yeah no colors is like <laughs> it's one of those things that like i think people kind of understand that you can't just show up and do a yeah. set mm -hmm. uh kind of like npr has built yes. up a reputation see i'm working on them next which i, I know say, i'm working yeah. on them i'm needs. literally just working on myself because i don't know <laughs> but i'm hoping it just falls, falls into my lap yeah. 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 But yeah like it, the, will. it it adds a legitimacy to it. you because people look at certain artists that go there in a certain light mm -hmm. right yes. like yes. i just saw savannah ray she did the colors i just saw the colors yeah and it's just like seeing that and seeing toronto artists like being invited in droves, I've seen Daniel Caesar on there before mm, as well. So it's like, yo, that was fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like those things. Like, are those? Is there a checklist for you of things that you obviously organically want to come about? Like you've already bodied the five fingers of death with yeah, Sway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what's next on the list? Like Breakfast Club. What? What's next for you? L.A. Leakers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Like that would be cool. You know, it's like. I think going to Atlanta and being at the Hip Hop Awards made me realize like I need to be on one of those ciphers, mm -hmm. right? So I feel like yeah. that might be like it was great to be in the room and be amongst these people and also be nominated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but also, which by the way, come yeah. on, thank you. Come That's on, the show is on right now. I'm missing it, but yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna watch I, the replay. It comes on like three times after. Yeah. Actually, I just found out like five minutes before y'all was filming. I was like, oh, like I didn't win. I just found out that I didn't. Oh, win. you know. So but good. um, it was best international flow. I was the only person representing Canada, Canada. which was pretty amazing. But, mm. but, but and to be in the room, to be invited, the hospitality, everything like that was the win. And to me, you know, I'll just get nominated again. Listen. But like for me, what I would yeah. really love to do is not just be in the room, but be in the room showcasing my talent. Yep. Absolutely. So there were a lot of ciphers that they played, and mm. I was like, I could be a part of one of these. They, oh, they could yeah. come Absolutely. to the north, and they, you know, we could we could do something. We the just need thing, to get their attention for sure. Yeah. The yeah. great thing about being there is that when you're in the room, and now they're gonna like start to know your name if they didn't know your name, mm -hmm. yeah. and you probably got to meet so many people, and if not you, then maybe like your manager and stuff, or right. somebody else from your team. So. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. yeah, it's it definitely felt like a seed planting moment. Absolutely, and like, you know, like um, if Rashida could do a cipher, you could, you can get it. Come on, let's be. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, like I, 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 you know what? I feel like I feel like it's I feel like within. I don't want to memorialize bullshit, but like I feel like within a year, I'm gonna do something with them more than hey, just what this was this because that's how things happen. That. It's mm -hmm. like if if you don't believe, like mm -hmm. if, if I don't believe that this is going to transcend into something bigger than like what, what was it for? Yeah. yeah. What's the point? So it's like if it's not the, if it's not the win, mm -hmm. then what is it? It's, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I'm working on new music. I just dropped Honey Bun like September 23rd. Um, Fire. The new music that I appreciate that. Fire. But the new music I'm trying to have all at that tier. Like I want to, yeah. I'm, I'm I just printed the vinyl for the Juno winning project Stock Exchange. We're, you know, and I'm looking back at that like, 
I mean, it's really it's a really good project. Check it out. Oh, but amazing. I'm looking at it like it's trash because I've, I've you've elevated. That's amazing. So much. Yeah. I like that. You and know, that's what I yeah. like to hear. Yeah. And so quick. Ooh, I'm trying. It's like I'm literally in the midst of making the new music y'all are gonna hear. I, f- I feel like y'all gonna like. <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you, but like, what is I, it? Anything like dope. if it's anything like Tesla, I'm in. No, nah, it's like it's like I'm gonna take you by surprise. Actually, okay, <laughs> like, All right. like shit. But I don't you'll know see, how but much you'll more see. surprise I can get. I feel <laughs> like surprised they won't every stop. time. They won't stop. <laughs> like you, you have some of the best music videos. What do you say? You gonna have a soccer trick? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you're you're close. <laughs> I saw the viral moment. Yeah. Oh, clap. Okay. Uh, is Barbados is, a, is Barbados looking at you for the for the, the yes? Track? I don't know. Like I'll pull up a crop over. We could do some. You know. You know. Hey. You know it's, the demand is there. Like I said, like I'm one of those artists that like does too many things. So if I have to do a soca track, hey. you know, I'm on that. I it. seen a video where you sang, rapped, <laughs> danced. I, I I can't. Remember. It was just Act. a lot. It was just so much. Your music videos. That's Did another hair. thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so. you, who's coming up with the concept for the music videos? Is it is it the same person every time you work with? Nah, it's different teams. Like, um, I work with people that's work impresses me, mm-hmm. and where the connection is authentic and organic. So, like the main teams I've worked with as of late is uh, this guy Die Fire Films. His name is Jesse. He did like my Obia video. And he did my Tesla video with Sean P plus. Listen, hey. the ends were in the video. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Dufferin and Queen. I saw the <laughs> zoom up. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I was yeah. amped. Uh, Memorialized a little bit of Toronto. Yeah. And then the other team that I've been working with a lot is Kit and Chris, who did Kit my music knows. video protest. Huh? Kit knows, yeah, yeah, Protest yeah. Protest was a, lot a of... video. Yeah, that yeah. looked like it took some time. That definitely took some time, and we're also working on something right now. You know, that's why I said I got surprises. Cause, okay, you All know, right. and the quality that we come that. with, we are, we're trying to level up what we've mm-hmm. done. Um, and we were like, oh, like we didn't get the prison prize this year. Maybe next year. Like it's, oh. and then that's not why we do it. We don't do it for the accolades. At the end of the day, it's a good little motivation. Motivation to be. Yeah, like you know when you mean? don't get something, it's like it leaves mm-hmm. room for me to surprise you next year. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm very excited to like, I feel like visuals take the journey of a song and just make it so much bigger. It extends the life of the song and mm-hmm. extends like the value so and sure. the impact yeah. of that song. You know what Definitely. I mean? And I'm also not the most visual person. Like I'm, I'm learning, like I'm just coming into my like, my fashion sense and all that. But like when it comes to music videos and stuff, I'm not the pinnacle person. So I do, it's nice to, have a realm where I can relinquish a lot of control. Because yeah. when it comes to actually making the music, I'm very involved, probably mm. more than a lot of artists to the point where I'm recording my own voice. And mm-hmm. and I have to pull people in to be like, I need secondary, tertiary yeah. input. Yeah. But when it comes to music videos, it's really like, okay, how do we take this and then interpret it visually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of put my hands back. And be like, this all you guys. Like, yeah, and then I'll just and come in and come, refine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and then come to me, and then we can go. <laughs> yeah, and I'll come with all the ideas that, that are not logistically possible and I'll kind of <laughs> chop it down, you know, but. I want my dad hovering when he tells me about the obia. <laughs> Someone is coming to you. <laughs> I was Stop. dying. Yo, my, when my dad sees his interviews. <laughs> Yo, your dad turned into um, the guy on Shata's. Like, he got real serious. He's like, I have, a, I have a feeling, a bad feeling. <laughs> Someone is coming to get you. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Started getting into it. I'm he like, did good with the role. I'm not going to lie. He was like hitting those lines, like making his own lines. I was like, wow. Oh, shit. Improv? Yeah, okay. he was like bringing maybe you, should, maybe you should get him to start his own TikTok. They so did, didn't they? Like, 
his own i thought it it's, all, it's through my sister pretty yeah. much oh. it's like it's like i don't know who would manage it because like between me and omega being artists yeah, ourselves yeah but it's like i feel like he could quit his job if he was willing like you know? i think so I it happened so. with uh diddy's kitchen Daddy's mm. kitchen. Daddy, Daddy, Daddy's kitchen. Daddy's yeah, 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 yeah. We uh-huh. had uh, shout out to Sasha. Sasha's Plaza Couture. Her dad um, during the pandemic started he... cooking on on YouTube. Yeah, and making oh. like Jamaican dishes. And oh. now they're just now he's a whole star. Yeah, oh. he's out of there. Out yeah. of there. Okay, YouTube's he's on like commercials. He has like YouTube commercials, like yeah. long lost commercials, like he's high production it. ones. Killing <laughs> it. Yeah. Killing it. I'm telling Jamaicans are. Natural born stars, Hmm. all Jamaicans. I don't care where you come from. We're all entertaining. We're all funny. We're all charismatic. We all have it in us. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I I don't put it past. And especially when you talk about the older people, Mm -hmm. all the years of wisdom they have and just Mm -hmm. they're observers, right? Because it's the world is pretty much catered to younger people. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of feel like they're on the outside at all times, but they're watching everything that's going on. It would be amazing to get his insight. I think yeah. it'll be. I think it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Should yeah. think about it. You should do like Pop tutori- me, I can talk to yeah, you. tutorials <laughs> on how to name your children. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Yeah, the problem is are, you might not get into people to stop your, telling you stuff. These are all your real names. Yeah, so Negus, uh, Havaya, Omega, Navlet, Alicia. Alicia's the most like normal. And then they were of, like, yeah. let's let's no, let's let's like, switch it up. Sandra, <laughs> Navlet's Jamaican. I'm just picturing all yeah. these teachers trying to pronounce your brother's name like. Negus. Scared. Yo, very, very scared. Oh my god! It's me. It's I'm the hardest one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like we we make this joke and we never do it. But like I want to go on tour and film all the Uber drivers that say my name wrong. Yeah. Because it's always Havia, ha- Iva. They just no no ha- yeah. not, like Havia, Haven. Stavia, Havia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? They yeah. never. They just don't usually get it right. When they do, I almost want to like give them a tip. You know what I mean? <laughs> See, but I was the first thing I thought. I was like, yo, now it's it's the stage is set for Hove and Have. Hmm. I'm mm. just saying. I'm just mm. saying. Some Sagittarius shit right there. I'm just yeah. saying. The stage is set. Um, you putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. Listen, okay. this this podcast is magic. I don't know yeah. if you heard. Mm. When people we say manifest. they want to do things here, mm. it just and it just comes true. We it just sometimes stuff, be happening. You know? I don't know. I don't mm. know. Oh, so um, this is a part of the planning season. You know, oh, have <laughs> Nicki Minaj is about to make a song <laughs> with Destro. So, are you serious? <laughs> yes. yes. Nah, y'all. Are, nope. Y'all, that no. ass. She put pretty <laughs> flags and said, "Your wish is my command." Yeah. Are y'all like bullying dogs? No, that's give it up for that. Shout out to that was show. Give me exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Oh, work. Yeah. Premier, premier, premier. That's crazy. <laughs> Bullying works. Yes. Bullying works. Wow. Coming soon this Christmas, Hawaii is going to be having a Parang Soka album. Uh, it's called Savannah Grass 2. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Uh, Featuring Uncle Crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, so so far we're going we're gonna to have you on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. We're going to have you on The LA Leakers. Yes, she's going to do You're a cypher on BT Hip Hop Awards. Yes, 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 yes. You're going to do. She got the uh, album. And, it's going to blow uh, us away. What's it called? Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk. Mm. Desk. You're gonna do a song with Hove. What else do we want? A collaboration <laughs> with Promos. You're gonna your, revive. Your, dad, your dad's gonna be a TikTok star yes. and make millions of dollars. So your memory's pretty crazy. You're gonna revive MTV Unplugged. Yes. yes. You're gonna revive it. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. Um, what else could we put out there? What else? Uh, what else do you want? What else do you want? Julie, write this down. Um, <laughs> a collaboration He's with like, Lauren Hill. Oh, that's a good one. I'm like Lauren Hill. I'm just a now that would be like pinnacle, and I like I I don't know what I could do to deserve it. Would you be able it? to breathe if you were in the same room with Lauren? Yeah. Like God, that Lauren Hill. I'm sorry, I'm not breathing. 
personally. My heart stopped. <laughs> I feel like if I breathe, I'm going to get something in, <laughs> in the yeah, air. Yeah. Like, I have to intake Facts. it. The thing is, it's like, I don't, it's interesting. Like, I, I learned, like, I don't really get starstruck, but I feel like Lauren might mm-hmm. be. Might be that moment. There's like yeah. two or three people where I'm like, I'm going to be a little lost for words. Hmm. At the very least. Like, yeah. Will Smith. Yo. Lauren Hill. Oh. And Michael Jordan, I I don't know what mm-hmm. I you you knew what to say. I would not know what to fucking say. I met Michael Jordan before. Oh, she's wow. met every black person in America. By the way, wow. you know I don't know any black person. She did the Detroit DC thing, right? <laughs> yep. No, but I did it here. I met yeah, him here, met him here in Toronto. Oh, okay. uh, All Star Weekend. All Star Weekend. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. How, yeah. how was how was the energy? How was the vibe? It was cool. It was like a lot. There yeah. was a whole bunch to, of cameras to, and know? stuff like that. No, he didn't. To, you know what I mean? <laughs> I had to walk him through the customization at the Jordan store, so I had to talk to him for oh, like that's a, minutes. That's like, a Ooh, I wouldn't be able to. I do was that. nervous. And saying hi is different than like having to guide you through no, conversation no, no, no. in the city. It was like I was picked up the Jordan one, and I was like, "Yeah, so this is a Jordan one," and I was like, "Well, you know that because this <laughs> you're is your Jordan." Shoe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "No, I actually wasn't in the room for this one." Though, he was so. like, <laughs> Just chuckled. He just chuckled. That's He's like, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I was like 26, too. That must be yeah, so surreal, so talking about moment. Jordans yeah, to Jordan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, so these are the, oh, wait. Um. <laughs> Tell us a bit about My these. My bad, fam. Yeah, I'd be um, forgetting about that, but yeah. That's crazy. If I met Beyonce, I feel like. I'd, I'd be have, fine. I'd, I'd be spitting game, honestly. Sorry, Hove. I, I love you. <laughs> You're my dog. It would. It wouldn't even. I wouldn't even be in control at that point. The Holy Ghost has taken it's over. Taken over. It's manifested. Me. I get it. I get it. It's I me. get it. But um, thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, thank we you. We really appreciate, appreciate you. Obviously, you know we're all here rooting for you. Mm-hmm. Welcome to come back yeah, anytime. Yeah. 100%. Um, I hope you continue to kill it. I hope you achieve the list. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to. I've written it all like, down right here. Yeah. yeah. DM it to you just in case. Please do. Please do. <laughs> no, because like a couple it. years later we <laughs> yeah. might have to come back. We gonna have to revisit. out and be like this on this day. Remember? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna need ten percent. I'm gonna just say that off top. I'm gonna need ten percent. Oh, we gonna talk about that, man. It's a manifest. <laughs> it's a manifestation tax. We're doing a manifest tax. It's new. Uh, it's a manifest. <laughs> it's a manifest tax. It's called a seeding tax. Okay, well, how we, about this? If we, she we eats oxtail, I'll, I'll drop the tax. <laughs> <laughs> she eats oxtail, I'll drop the tax. It's oxtail tax. That's uh, oxtail tax. That's not fair because I don't get to partake. You know? <laughs> but thank you so much for coming yes, through. Yes, thank you. Hope thank you, you continue everything, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Absolutely, I appreciate it. This has been great. Yeah. Also, you have great skin. Thank you. Yes. I've been doing this new skincare routine. Yes, <laughs> it's working. Your right. skin looks great. It's that great. Rasta diet right there. That's <laughs> <laughs> a vegan diet right there. No, you know? That's that Ital skin right there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not smoking Ital, do you <laughs> So can we add? white girl? No, no. Can, we're not going to do that. Uh, we're not going to do that. Um, so with, let's add the skincare line to the... <laughs> oh, okay. yes. skincare you line. Wanna, uh, your own skincare line or partnership with like Fenty? Or like, uh, maybe partner because you know? I'm no expert. Yeah. Okay. So let's get okay. someone in that like knows what they're doing. Come you on, should, the, you should the, link the, up with Jazz. Name? Jazz Cartier. Mm, he's got he's a little got, skin thing going on right now. But he, even oh, the he name actually, Hawaii Yeah, he made be, a skincare line. Yeah, the name Hawaii would be just a great name Perfect for name. a skincare. Oh, do you? Sounds okay. like L'Oreal or something. Yeah, it's like Maybelline. Oh, the new Hawaii skincare products. So when I get the commercial made, you got to narrate it. Here we are wearing the new 2002 Hawaii skincare line. Made of jojoba leaf oils and liang liang. Yeah, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you. Yes. Thank you. I was going to start clapping like, great, we're back. Oh, man, I missed those sound effects so badly. 
the mixer decided to stop working on the worst possible friggin' day <laughs> of all time. <laughs> but we move. Um, shout out to Havaya Mighty. What a what a great interview. Yeah. Just such a she nice has a great spirit. Yeah, man. I like that. Straight. I like people mm-hmm. like that winning. Good you know humble I mean? Ross energy. <laughs> <laughs> humble Ross energy. You know who doesn't have humble her, Ross her energy? Her parents raised her well. Oh no, who? And you know, we were talking about Lauren Hill because oh. she reminded us of Lauren Hill. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Her daughter? Lauren Hill's daughter. Mm. Um, so let me set the stage. Kanye West, doing what he does, put on a White Lives Matter t shirt. No, oh, Kanye. And uh, everyone went. Fitting. <gasps> And why are you all surprised? <laughs> Kanye, I'm like, honestly, this I just time, keeps growing. I saw the shirt this time and I was like, no, it's good. I genuinely th- thought everyone's going to kind of laugh at this. Yeah. Like, because this is a lazy, piss poor attempt yeah. at black outrage. And then with Candace Owens, come on. we Like, I was like, where is the nuance? Kanye, you're losing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. It's in your touch on the market. Like, you're not even trying to make us mad anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Regardless, people got mad, (laughs) as they do. Um, I saw think pieces, I saw videos, I saw TikToks, I saw everything. Just say, and it's like, it's almost like you're just seeing the same tweets regurgitated every time he does the thing. Everybody says the same thing. He needs to be canceled. I can't believe he did this. He's a coon. He's this, he's that, like. The old Kanye's lost. I miss the old, even saying I I miss the the old Kanye at this point, you guys are sickening. Yeah. You guys are, you're, how big can you be? Just how about, let it go. How about it should be, That's I hope. It. Let I, it go. I hope point. for a new Kanye should be the thing. Not a, I, ho- I wish we had the old Kanye. Just hope be- for nothing. Because, like, <laughs> have zero expectations. Him, it gets what he wants when he gets to see, like, everybody, you know. This is my point. And, like, talking about it. That's exactly what he wants. It's like so these jackasses. If you say nothing, then he moves on. It's, like, it's like when you, you know when a kid hurts himself? Mm-hmm. And they look at you before they start crying to see if they should cry. That's yes. Nola. And they, if you don't, if you don't give them any attention, yeah. you will literally see that child walk away. Yes, yeah. perfectly fine. But if you looked for a second, yeah. no, yeah. that's Kanye. The moment you start going, "Are you okay?" That's when they cry. But that's, if you just look at them like you're not gonna cry, Kanye is running into walls on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they're padded walls. <laughs> they're not even like harmful walls. Like they're padded. Very safe walls oh to gosh. run into, <laughs> and yet people are going, oh, not yeah. the walls. Like it's like I'm so confused, bro. But here's and, the thing: what 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 was the response from white people? We're like, you're damn right, Kanye. What white people it? didn't even. I didn't see any white response. That's the thing. It's like white lives matter. 
duh. <laughs> like they're like, yeah, they've been I mean, mattering. You know, we've only been saying that since the trucker convoy. <laughs> but do you think that let's say there was intent, that there was some good intent behind whatever he was doing, mm-hmm. and white people seen this and were like, yes, we do matter. Mm-hmm. Is it? I like, looked what, for the. What, what I looked for the good that? intent. I looked for the like, good intent because I always like giving could, people if, a bly. And if they could be him, okay with black lives, if they can be okay with white matter, lives matter, that means they should be okay with black lives matter. But they're okay with white lives matter because of black lives matter. They're not. They're not okay with black lives matter at all. That's why that the white lives matter is literally just in protest. It's not a statement that needs to be made. They don't need to be reminded. It's not empowering to it's them. It's the protest against. It's the just protest. a protest against the protest, mm-hmm. yeah. and. For me, the only thing I could think of as Kanye's angle, because Kanye likes to do this thing where he's he's like a headline guy. He doesn't do any of the research. Mm-hmm. He sees the headline, he runs with it, right? Or he's told something, and he runs with it, and he gets very angry if it's not something he likes. So BLM has had the actual organization, Blimp. not the slogan, has had <laughs> countless controversies <laughs> mm-hmm. throughout the time it's been uh, created. The the leader of BLM apparently allegedly bought a $2 million house for herself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and different things where people are not seeing the money and the funds and the relief that they expected from this organization. Their right? payout that's was c- like one person's payout was common. millions of dollars. One person's payout? Yeah, they were like their salary for that year was like millions of dollars or See, something. See, and this is the thing. It's like, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's not right. I understand that. But have you seen these white charities? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is these how they niggas have, that's what they do. That's how they yeah. wash their money. And they use True. black people in Africa as their poster children. Look at the you know Mai, look at the Mai, the, um, the Pantagonian, whatever. Oh, Patagonia. Patagonia. Yeah. Put it into some charity, yeah. and the charity is just going back to kind of like his kids in a way. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. run the charity and be exposed to the funds. So it's not like he really gave up the money. He just put it into a safe place. And I feel like when you have a <laughs> tax charity, free. tax yeah. free. When you have a charity, I feel like you can expense, not expense, but write off a bunch of stuff. You're like a that's church. A, that's a lot yeah. of it. You're like a, a lot church. of it is just write off shit. You so know? everything is rent. Be like, oh, <laughs> like we need all these vacation, or we need all these plane tickets because we're gonna go do it's charity missionary work, work <laughs> in Tulum. I need. <laughs> Nice clothes because I have to present. Like, you <laughs> to know? do missionary work in Dubai, I just feel like there's <laughs> such, you know, a want out there for help. Yeah, it's insane, man. Um, but yes, Kanye did. He did go a little um, genius with the outrage. Yeah, it was it looking really lackluster and surface level at first, mm-hmm. but then he got Lauren Hill's daughter in a White Lives Matter T-shirt. Now, this is where things change for me because, <laughs> like, this is just foul and layered. Like, mm-hmm. this is wow. You haven't seen it? You had oh. to know how the black community feels about Lauren Hill yeah, and how Lauren Hill feels about her blackness mm-hmm. and say, fuck all that. <laughs> I'm going to use it against them. <laughs> That's, I'm sorry, I hate it, but it's genius. Like, mm-hmm. wow. <laughs> like, That's a deep cut. To go not with Lauren Hill, but with her daughter. Her daughter, mm. who also, by the way, 
is, is Bob has Marley's called her out and Bob Marley's granddaughter. <laughs> like this is so Bob weird. Marley's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Bob Marley's granddaughter. So it's like that's hilarious. Nobody mentioned that. I forgot. I completely forgot. Yeah, Ziggy. <laughs> Shout out to Ziggy. So it's like, uh, uh, whoa. That's crazy. Hold on. No, it's it's Ro. It's Ro. Ro. ro uh, wasn't it the other Ronin? one? Ronin. Yeah. Roman. Was the it? Rahan. Rahan. Rohan, Rohan Marley. Rohan, Rohan Marley. Okay. Yes, Rohan. Um, I thought it was the R one too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also on the eve, yeah, Rohan Marley. Also on the anniversary date. <laughs> okay, I don't know if Kanye knew this or if this was this universe. This is a, <laughs> this is the nine year anniversary of Lauren Hill being released from prison. Oh wow. <laughs> what do you mean released from prison? She, she went to jail. Tax. Oh, for tax evasion. Tax That's right. She came out in 2013 on oh, this very day. <laughs> if I had the X Files music right now, it'd be blaring. <laughs> so, so let's say Kanye has a whole bunch of other things he wants to roll out, but this was just that attention grabbing. All right, guys. Why, why are we? Let's just saying that's what's happening. So yeah. So now <laughs> you now, know that's what's happening. So now that we know that this is what it is, without him actually saying that's what it is. Yeah. Like, are we surprised? Because this is what he does. I'm not surprised. I'm shocked at everyone else being surprised. surprised. <laughs> and this is the thing. It's like people continue uh, to feed this beast. It's like people do whack shit. Like we were talking about this, the Aita girl. Yeah, yeah. We know it's dumb. Yet you're sharing it. You know what I mean? Like you're giving. Her, she's a little different because I know she didn't do that intentionally for it to go viral yeah. like that in that way. But there are people that do dumb shit on purpose, on purpose, yeah. all the time to go viral. I remember when Boonk was on that. Mm. Remember Boonk Gang? Yeah, doing all that dumb shit. And I'm like, why are people would retweet it and go, "What's wrong with this guy?" And yeah. I'm like, "You retweeting it yeah. is giving him. He doesn't see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. He sees the numbers." Yeah, cheer yeah. girl. You're giving him life. Cheer girl. Yeah. You're giving them life. You're fueling the flame. Fueling the fire, man. It's just it it doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense to me. I hope Lauren I Hill beats her skin. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what she was complaining about before about Lauren Hill? About like how when she grew her up or whatever. Lauren Hill used to beat her. Oh she belts your backside. <laughs> um the only reason why I saw the Lauren Hill thing was because somebody started tweeting that uh these black kids who are born into money. Mm don't give a fuck about anything they're so far it's removed from reality that they're just like oh we can do anything Jayden because smith. they're like seeking mm. attention jaden smith said that he walked out of the show because he was like fuck that black lives matter yep. i'm not sitting here leaders lead true leaders lead yeah. i but don't care really who woke. it is i'm he's not really i'm not rocking with it if i don't yeah. agree with it him and willow yeah so hold on both very lauren hill was was I thought it was about a his bad dad mom? at first. I was like, yo. Because this dropped the same time as the, as the movie. We'll get into that, yeah. What happened? No, I was saying, Lauren Hill, was. it's known that she beats her daughter or that she was... Yeah, Lauren Hill's daughter came out. Ago. We talked about it on the pod. But a few years, like probably a year or two ago, um, her talking about um, she feels like her mom was too... Abusive, yo, that's like growing up, honestly, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's hilarious because our first introduction to Lauren Hill mm -hmm. was in Sister Act Two with her <laughs> shitty ass mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And her mom was so mean to her. Shout out to Cheryl Lee Ralph, <laughs> Abbott <laughs> Elementary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she became Grammy her mother. Winner. She became her winner, Oscar winner, Oscar, Oscar, no Emmy, Emmy winner. Just went through it all. Tony winner, Egot winner, Cheryl Lee. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, God willing, she might be. Who knows, Dude. man? She she's Didn't big she up. She's Jamaican too. Yes. yes. Yo, big up she's yourself. Straight from yard. Um. But Will Smith. No, I was gonna say. Oh. I was gonna say. Doesn't she sing too? I think she's. Charlie Ralph. Yeah, yeah she, she used sing. to sing. Yeah. I would Like originally. Yeah. Yeah. She was on Before. Dreamgirls, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, she was in the original Dreamgirls. Yeah. Yeah. So. She's a singer, singer, for mm. sure. Um, Will Smith, he dropped that trailer for, what's it called? Emancipation. It wasn't a trailer, it was just a poster for it. Oh, uh, for I Emancipation. It a it's a, I already knew this was coming. A lot of people knew this was coming. It was a slave mm. movie, but I think a lot of people thought probably it got canceled mm. um, because of the slap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was no. praying it would. It did. Uh, it did not. No. It did not. And he's come back. And even the stills from the movie just. Oh God! It's just like, They're what are we doing? You? They're giving you the heebie-jeebies. I got the ick. Oh, fam! <laughs> I might have to find a new dad. I heard it was good though. I might have to. I might have to talk to my real dad now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Where's that nigga? I was, I was gonna <laughs> say they got him looking like. Is he supposed to look like uh, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln? Lincoln? <laughs> this nigga looks like he's the one that freed the slaves. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> They're trying to make him look like Abraham. Hey. They're not trying to make him look like Abraham. He just looks like <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so the nigga look like with a soul patch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Will Smith. Uh, uh, it's just I don't know. I don't know. I can't picture him. Like I watch, <laughs> and this might be. Just bad, but I watch everything Will Smith does as like a spinoff of Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> like every character, like is every like character is just a, a multiverse. Fresh Prince. <laughs> he oh, fought wow. aliens, and that nigga was a cowboy. <laughs> so you only see him in that role, the Fresh Facts. Prince role. That's it, ever. <laughs> Even Ali, I was like. <laughs> so, do you love any of his movies? I love them. Okay. I love Fresh Prince. Okay. So it's like it's great for me, but I can't do it with this. <laughs> You're saying this, this is who what's he gonna be like? Yeah, I want to pick your cotton. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know. Like, what are we gonna do here? This is this is uh, his Philly relatives, like forefathers. Uh, right. Yeah. Like this is the, this is his ancestors. You know when he does the flashback? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so funny. Yeah. No, I can't get I can't get down with this. Mm. I can't get down with this. So it's you like, will read not the be room. watching it. I'm not. Or you will. I'm not. There's a lot of Will Smith movies lately mm-hmm. that I like over the years that I have not watched. Did because you watch I'm Concussion? Fair. Nope. Why? I started it and I was like, nope. It looks like he <laughs> lost a lot of weight for this role, though. I mean, he'd be doing that. He'd be losing weight for roles. Seven pounds, lost weight. Oh yeah. Pursuit of Happiness, yeah, yeah. lost weight. That's true. That's true. Then he gained weight for Ali. Ali, he gained he looked it. Fucking swole. Even that other movie and with he probably uh, gained like Jada bad weight for uh, Serena's. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> so you can look like an older man. Or maybe <laughs> they gave him some prosthetics. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, multiverse will slave version. I'm good. Mm. I'm I am good. And if they have this in Fortnite, <laughs> if y'all get Fortnite slave will, <laughs> I'll be so mad. <laughs> Yo, if they just have, got broken chains, <laughs> if they have a Will Smith emote, him just like <laughs> walking chains, he's doing the Running Man to get away. <laughs> So that's, that's what happens in Fortnite. They just make characters. They give Fortnite, like, yeah, they yeah, make they... skins and different emotes that are related mm. to whatever is trending at the gotcha. time. Yeah. So, like, when Silk Sonic came out, they came out with, like, Bruno uh, Mars. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack skins. Gotcha. They have all their dances to go with it. And it's amazing, honestly. They had uh, Will Smith, Men in Black, and 
Bad Boys version, yeah. like the uh, old Bad Boys. It's just so. That's cool. kind of cool. Right now it's they got still Wu-Tang not playing all it. Though. You know why it's fire? <laughs> yeah. Because of the emotes are a lot of them are just TikTok dances. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can see Will Smith doing, doing the, the TikTok, TikTok dance, dance yeah. or you can see Goku doing the TikTok dance, yeah. or like just random characters that's like. Yo, you shouldn't be doing it. Like, see, Goku hit the wall is mind blowing. <laughs> it doesn't. It, it looks like I'm not supposed to be doing this. It's like a fever pitch. Yeah. Dream. Yo, have you ever? Have you guys heard of tea bagging in Fortnite? Yeah, yeah. yeah tea bagging no. is just a video. Oh, bless your heart. Well, I mean, tea bagging in Fortnite. Now, I, I bring this up because, well, mainly for for Alicia because I know she doesn't know, but my nephew plays Fortnite a lot. And yeah. I heard him screaming one day, like in anger, like crying, angry. I'm like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Dude, so your default skin, all right? Yeah. Th- this is like basically the uniform the default character wears. Yeah, you, you'll you can get bullied or discriminated against by the defaultness of your skin. Okay? okay, so like these guys are punking him off while he's playing, and as he's crawling around waiting to be revived by his teammates. His teammates don't care about him because he's got a default skin, uh-huh. and people just start teabagging. This is when, like, when you crouch, you crouch up and down and on people's heads. It's like you're dunking a teabag. Yeah, and you're dunking your balls. It's a, it's a, it's a shooting <laughs> game <laughs> thing Crawling, specifically. Yeah, and this, this is a game where like you get points by killing the foe, oh, but wow. they're letting you live so that they can ridicule yep. you with teabagging, and or now start my, doing the dances around yeah. you and shit. <laughs> and now there's like. I'm watching one guy do it to my nephew, and I'm seeing all these other guys Join lining in. up to, like wait. to do a fucking teabag train. <laughs> <laughs> and he's freaking out, like, stop teabagging! <laughs> and I'm like, this is actually hilarious. Wait, what? <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> e-bullying. <laughs> That's e-bullying at its finest. Yeah, man. Like wait till he's older and he realizes what teabagging is. He knows what teabagging is, 100%. Oh. But my no, o- like, your nephew knows what teabagging is? Of course. Is? Man, these kids are It's a video game nowadays. term, so like the kids know all of those terms for oh. sure. It's like a rite of passage. If you don't know those terms, you show up to school, you look like a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta know the terms. My son, if you know so much slang, it's kind of crazy. Like they're mm-hmm. up to date with the slang because they have they created the internet. They created they it. Create it. We right. we are adopting it. Like these kids are the ones that give it legs and and give it yes, like yes. nuance sometimes mm-hmm. too like it's it's not us for they sure. make things their own you know yeah remember sure. how that one dance um or for the song at night i oh. think oh, oh, the and man? like oh the running man they made the running man different yep. yeah yeah some college kids yeah the uh just making it differently yeah different mm-hmm. and yeah especially like it's so it's so um, funny, like watching them reinvent stuff and <laughs> us getting angry, like, "What the hell? Yeah. You can't do!" It. And our parents did the same thing to us. <laughs> right. Like, the, even though technology's come so far, this it's still the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. remember when the Harlem Shake came out? I was like, "That's not the Harlem oh Shake!" Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, "That's no. what they called it." My Harlem Shake video went crazy. I had 15 YouTubers in a mansion in LA in one kitchen and we're all just fucking and they're big YouTubers like King Batch a whole bunch of different guys just in the it, we're all in the kitchen just doing something random you remember Harlem Shake? like the actual Harlem no, Shake no like the challenge Harlem Shake no okay I'll jog your memory right here remember when the Miami Heat did the Harlem Shake and it was like LeBron was wearing a crown 
Chris Brosh was wearing like a T Rex, and they were all dressed as different things. And like that's what it was. The called, beat though? drops, and it was like dun, 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 dun. yeah. I'll show it to you right now. I, yeah, I it's called the Harlem that, Shake but Challenge. I didn't know it was called the Harlem the Shake. The Harlem Shake, Shake Challenge. Challenge. Wow, they totally ruined the Harlem Shake for people. <laughs> that's not Harlem. Son. That ain't Harlem. <laughs> but then it came back. The Harlem Shake. New York like brought the, the actual, Harlem Shake yeah, back and made it viral that. again. And yeah. put, there was like the Harlem Shake little circles. Then they were doing it on the subway and shit. This one, you remember this one? Hold on. Yeah, Chris Bosch edition. This is Chris Bosch's. Uh... Oh, Even yeah. that song. This is when like these dubstep songs were like going crazy. Yeah, I remember this. Look at LeBron. Acting a damn fool. Nigga look crazy. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. <laughs> the NBA back. I was I, I was going to say, um, I was watching a video. This girl that I follow posted it recently, and she coaches, uh, like, high school mm-hmm. basketball, I guess, girls. And so she had them all line up, and she would ask whoever's at the front of the line what something was from, like, our generation. So she started oh, off with, I like, seen these, yeah. AOL. <laughs> and they're like, uh, whatever. And then she's like, sidekick. And the girl was like, is that what you do in soccer? And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I was like, we're so old now. There's a lot of those videos going around. Because, like, before, our our parents would see or hear something Mm -hmm. and just be like, wow, that's weird. And they'd probably talk about it amongst each other. Mm -hmm. But now we can document it and show it to Mm -hmm. the world. Like, I've seen this one mom bring her kids to her her mom's house <laughs> use the, the phone and use the phone <laughs> oh, the, the, the rotary, rotary phone, phone yeah. and they're like, like is it working not, it's working oh my god it's ringing on your end <laughs> and they're going crazy like and i'm sitting here like it's a it's a wire yeah, yeah. you guys wires are just foreign really, to yeah. them like yeah. they, they're like things wired hold on you can't touch the screen there's no screen how do you know what you're typing? <laughs> like, they can't fathom it. Yeah. They don't even, to think, yo, this just blew my mind right now. <laughs> Kids don't even know what f- numbers sound like. Um, No. Like when you dial a phone number? No, no, no they well, still make the sound. It still makes the sound. Not, I don't know about that. It you, does. Maybe you could. Hold on. Well, listen. the sound? Oh. Mm. You I must have, have some type of. I always have my <laughs> phone on silent, but also when they do gas, um, when you pump gas, and if you put in your code, mm. that makes a noise. Um, what are you talking about? When you're pumping your gas, when you put your card in, mm-hmm. like, and you put your number in, mm-hmm. that makes beep, a noise. Beep beep beep. So beep. What, I don't get it. It makes the same noise as you dialing a phone. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm thinking about the beep when it's like it goes through, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> Oh, no. Every so, number you push has it. Like, you I'm like at least you smoking. You smoking weed. No, the the, the uh. sound still exists because when you're doing automated voice calls or whatever, and like you're you're you know when you call in like a hotline, like press two or three, it goes by the sound of the number you're pressing. Mm. So like it won't actually record. Oh, they press two, they'll hear the sound of two being pressed. So that's why the sound still exists. Mm. But dial tone, they don't know what dial tone is. You know, mm, or they don't even true. know. They don't even know that when the phone is off the hook. Oh no, they get that sometimes. Like I get that sometimes, sometimes when I call beep, people. Beep, beep, and like beep. they're the phone, they're on the other line, or they're on a three-way call or something. You'll hear that. Sometimes. Yeah, but there's the busy signal. But then there's when your phone is off the handle or yeah, off the, the beep, dial. Beep, beep, that one's beep. 
louder. For more on phones, Rogers.com. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we've di- we've done we've done Yo, too much of a deep dive on phone talks. Rogers, they're so annoying. Yes, like yes. They they just sent um a five hundred dollar bill for me that I don't even need to pay to collections. And I called them and I was like, bro, I moved out of my house because it was for internet. I moved out of my apartment in December. I called you guys the week that I moved out and I said, cancel it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, cool. And they're like, just send back the box. Mm-hmm. It took me a little bit like of a while to take it back because I don't know why. I went to the store and they were like, oh, like a uh, slip was already made. You have to mail it in. It was a lot. And I was just pregnant. I was just like, this is too much. Mm-hmm. So I eventually sent it back and I kept, I realized that I kept getting bills. And so I called last week. I was like, yo, you guys are supposed to deal with this from time. Yep. The guy was like, oh, or the girl, the lady, she was just like, yeah, it's not an equipment charge. It's just like an actual service charge. And I was like, okay, so what do you think the solution (laughs) is for this? And she was like, well, you have to pay it. I was like, no. Are you deaf? You have record (laughs) that I had called in December saying that I don't want to cancel it. What does it matter what charge it is? Clearly, there should be no charges. Yeah. Period. Like, oh, it's just a service charge. What? So no. I thought, I, yeah, it was <laughs> I'm not like using the service. service. I'm just like, bro, you guys are sending the shit to fucking collections, dog. And I mm. haven't even used it. I was like, I'm not paying this. Let me talk to a manager. They're like, oh, the manager's really busy today. So they got like 10 to 15 calls and they're going to call you within. Yeah, because you guys are all charging people. Like 24 <laughs> to 72 hours. Yeah. I have not gone on call yet. Hey, how long has it been? A week. Rogers, it's been a week. They don't care. How reliable are you now? Oh, talk to him. Mm, I'm going to tweet them. <laughs> you always get shit done when you post it on social media. Oh, yeah, media. definitely. Yeah. But Rogers, I don't know. I I'm don't so know. annoyed. Like, Rogers, bro. they're so large. They don't give a fuck. They Hold monopolize on. so much. It's like they can so piss off. Did you guys? They pissed off millions of people the other day. Yo, but did you guys yeah. know that we could have, we could have been had internet on the subway lines? Yeah. And they voted against it. But they, I have internet on the subway lines. Well, freedom. Freedom Freedom does. That's how I knew it was possible. But the three heads, you know, the Tellus, Rogers, Mm -hmm. Bell, have yet to come come back to that discussion that they've had years ago. Yep. They just kind of left it on the back burner. Meanwhile, everywhere I've gone in the world, their subway lines Mm -hmm. all have... Montreal is so deep into the ground with their mountains and whatnot. I'm like, why is my shit working here in Montreal? Of course, it's just Toronto's. It's 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 the three-headed monopoly there that just don't want people to know what they have. That's like, crazy. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's it's. There's so A much scam. so much happening in this city that's just fucking running our pockets, man. <laughs> it's insane. It's honestly insane. And there's got to be like an end in sight. Like even groceries, like mm. they the government <clears throat> is about to launch an investigation into the grocery store companies. Because inflation is going down, and none of the prices are changing. Yeah, it's like prices are still going. All these, all these stores and 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 restaurants and stuff saw that. Oh, they could still pay it, and they're like, oh, we'll just keep it here. Like, why not? Yeah. And now they're about to get. I hope they all get fucking. I don't know something, especially grocery stores. Like, I understand if you run a restaurant, you can price shit at whatever you feel like. That's Mm -hmm. on you. When you're a grocery store, yeah. 
There's you have a, a responsibility. There's like a difference eat. between grocers and restaurants. Yeah. Because restaurants, people choose to Privileged go thing. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's not something that it's like, oh, I need to go to a restaurant to survive. Survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if I'm going out there, then I have disposable income to be able to pay. I might not want to pay like those prices, but I have it yep. clearly for exactly. like going there. You know exactly. what I mean? Groceries, though, it's like dog you need that to survive there's no reason why we need to be paying some of these prices like insane it should not cost me a hundred dollars to get like six things yeah and it's, oh, it's honestly ahead. crazy because there's certain cultures in the world where they don't like the, the culture is you don't cook you eat out and there's mm. just so many food vendors yeah. out there that'll feed you yeah so like the fact that people it's a lot can cook here at home, but can't at the same time because it's just so expensive. But yeah. even going out to eat is cheaper in a lot of places than here. Yeah, yeah. sometimes like it is. when you True. go to so many places, there's even just America. Go to America; they get our meals double the size mm-hmm. for the same half price. the price. Yeah, not even yeah. the same price, half. I'm, mm-hmm. I'd be going out there looking at some of the prices. I'm like, they're mm-hmm. trying to kill you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're trying to kill That's you with I high obes- cholesterol, obesity. Obesity is higher over there. Oh, their obesity is higher in more ways than one. They got tall, fat people. I had never seen that shit in my life. I was like, gravity allows this? This is insane. Nigga, 6'5 with a bear gut. That's why they have so much big and tall stores for the men now. Gucci, look at Gucci. It's also the steroids. It's the steroids and the hormones in the food, too. Mm. Is that what it is? What's what's that thing, the MG something or whatever? MSG? MSG that they always talk about in Chinese food? Oh, Oh, no, 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 that's... that's different. for sodium. And that's just for make shit taste good. <laughs> but <laughs> it's basically steroids for your tongue. They taste definitely buds. have is de- like you can tell it's not. It can't be something in the air, and it's not a like a population thing. It's literally there's something different in your food. Steroids. Because these eighteen year old black men out there, these niggas look like stepfathers. <laughs> but like the most in fit stepfathers you could ever see in your life. Like when niggas are deezed out, it's like. There's very little um, people I see that are just out of shape. Yeah. Like, if they're out of shape, they're fat. If they're not fat, they're jacked. It's, mm. it's it's so wild out there, especially with the kids. Even sometimes when they are fat, they are jacked. And they're still you know be jacked. Ones? Yeah. Like, <laughs> niggas are, I don't, these are out here. that are like these, Yo, they're still fat. They, they, you they know where it's fit? You know where super fit? Where? London. I went to the UK. Yeah. These niggas are hench. Really? He- like scary. I feel like some of them are like skinny. Like no, super mogul. They're fucking deezed out there. Like mm-hmm. on a, you, you, the fact that I noticed it, mm. it's like when I went to Ottawa and I noticed how bad people dressed. <laughs> like you shouldn't be able to notice that. But when it's so many people, yeah. it's like glaring. It's like in your face. Like you go to downtown Ottawa and you're like, Bro, am I in Yemen? What's happening right now? <laughs> Why are the clothes like that? What's happening? And I'm not even a fashion person. So for me to judge it, it's like, mm. yo. Then I go out to London, fam. Every three niggas are deezed. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean deezed like they got muscle. Like, no, like, I mean scary. Like, I'm not fucking with him. Him. I'm not fucking with 75% of this club. Yeah. You go to Toronto, you'd be like, I can fuck up 75% of this club. Mm. <laughs> you go to the UK, I'm not fucking with 75% yeah. of these No niggas. wonder the girlies want to go out there. So Bruh, these mans. And then, obviously, you in Europe, the tight clothes is like a thing yeah. for a lot of them. So, yo, the muscles are sense. looking. No. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's scary out there still. Yeah. Speaking of scary, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> Dead. Jeffrey Dahms. Mm. Another white sex icon serial killer mm. has entered the chat. Didn't we just have, who, what's his name? You. Teddy? No, not you. No, not yeah, you. The real nigga. You, Ted, Ted, what's his Ted name? Ted Bundy. Bundy. Mm. That was the first sexy man. We we definitely getting Paul Bernardo next year. On God. Didn't they call them Barbie and Ken? Who? Carla Homolka and, and Paul uh, Bernardo? Weren't they the Barbie and Ken serial killers? Mm. They're definitely about to sexualize that nigga. Um, Put Scarborough on the map. <laughs> bro. Have you ever solved the crime about that little blonde girl? Uh, oh no, no, they didn't. John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, no. Staple in No Frills uh, grocery lines. If you yeah. if you stood in a grocery line for your mom <laughs> in No Frills, you'd National see Empire John Benet Ramsey. Benet Ramsey. Uh, actually, yeah. now that I think about it, they had this documentary series where oh, yeah. on YouTube, and I haven't gotten to watch it. I remember I had it saved for the longest time. I remember people time. were kind of like mad at it or something like that. Really? I can't remember what the big out like the deal was, but there was some news about mm. it a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah. th- I had to look up serial killers in Toronto. Oh my Because I'm gosh. like, hold on, do we? Do we? Do have we have like? Because I know Paul Bernardo, but did we have killers yeah. out here like that? More recently, we had there six. Was, we have. We no, have, we have. even remember. I don't know if he's on the list. Mm. You can read the list. I don't even remember his name. But I remember more recently there was that guy that was chopping people's heads off on the bus. No, no, Wasn't no, no, that no. just there one was that. person? There was that, but that, that was, was one a, person, though. That was like on the bus. It was just that situation. And it was a freak out. No, I'm saying that this one was like targeting, I think it was gay men, and he was chopping them up, and they were finding body parts in like plant, like gardens and shit like that. And this was like more recently. Robert, within like Robert Picton? This was within the last like Bruce five, MacArthur? ten years. Bruce MacArthur? Yes. The gay village serial killer gets yes. life sentence, 2019. 67-year-old man murdered yes. eight men. Yes. He would chop See? them up. I love having a laptop now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Wow. A gay village, isn't that? So that's Church Street, no? Yeah. So he was just killing gay people off Church Street. See the this probably... is like a Jeffrey Dahmer copycat. Yeah. He wasn't eating them, though? No. He was I just, mean, he was because Jeffrey was Dahmer's just, out here eating dick. No, no, no. I was no. gonna say he, <laughs> they, he might have been sucking. He, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he, he would plant like, them literally like, in plants and shit, like gardens and whatever. You just find these random body parts all over. They'd be like, so oh, I seen this like, planter, and there, there was like, well, I don't know how many they found. They, they were they were there. finding them. They were finding them. So they could still be on the roads. Maybe. There could be more. I live like one street away. Please tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they were finding it in planters along Church Street and shit, or like you're saying no, in his place? like places, different places. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, I don't think it was in specifically Church Street area. That's so crazy how they could even locate them. I guess he told them, or they found a way to. Shit, I mean, sometimes people dig up shit. Like, say you have a house and you're doing renovations. Uh, facts. Like, for landscape. Nigga need to change his septic tank or something. Mm. And they dig oh, it up shit, out of the garden. Oh, shit, Nigga, goddamn. Somebody, not even that far. Someone's garden, dick is in here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> There's a dick in the septic tank. Yeah. <laughs> you just crazy. yell up to your kids. Who left a dick in the septic tank? I can't believe you guys never heard about that. That was all over the news. I definitely then. probably heard about it, but yeah. I probably erased it from my mind as True. well. It's like there's very little crimes that stick out in my mind in Mm -hmm. Toronto. There's the shit bucket guy. There's uh, (laughs) shit bucket guy was amazing. I need to find that. We need him on the on the podcast. Oh my gosh, no! So he can throw shit on it. I know it's gonna stink in here, but we. (laughs) He's in jail, isn't he? Is he? 
I think so. He's not in jail. I know it stinks. That's a there. crime. He That's a arrested. crime. What's the crime? Throwing feces on people. How's that a crime? Oh my Show gosh, me the law. Assault. Show me the law. Assault. It's monkey. It's monkey play. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> feces throwing guy. Feces throwing guy. Just throwing say guy. shit. Google takes swear words. <laughs> yeah, but that's I looked crazy. up the um, serial killers assault in Toronto. Arrested. Yeah. There's uh, this guy, Peter Woodcock. Horrible last name. Yeah. Um, what did he do? As a youth, he traveled around Toronto on his bike molesting children. In the late 1950s, he gained notoriety as a teenager for the murders of three young children, which took place on exhibition grounds. Mind you, he had three. He had multiple parents until like he finally settled into a place at three years old. Like, imagine having like. Who are you talking about? Your homie. The one that you're talking. Peter about Woodcock. Right Why do you know this? That scared me that you knew this <laughs> off top. I, I was like, I couldn't believe that you knew do this off need, top. So I was like, wait, what the fuck? A true crime. <laughs> Do we need to start a true crime I have it on podcast? My phone. Okay, you're reading it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? I was like, I'd be down to talk about true crime. Yo, no, to an extent. Kinda, yo, I'm down. <laughs> I mean, I, if we need a Toronto true crime segment, let yeah. me know. Let us know. Like, it's funny because he, he believed that he was with an army of 500 invisible boys as he would go around molesting people. What? <laughs> he died at his, on his 70th, 71st birthday at a psychiatric hospital. North of Toronto. Where? Cam H? Oh, my God. He is sur- <laughs> He <laughs> lived all these years. Nigga died at Cam H? You n- nigga died at Ossington? <laughs> so, hold on. Who he dies on Ossington? He did his work. Waste, man. But because of it, cause he was pleaded, uh, because he was he was insane. insane. They were, he yeah. was... Uh, pleaded insanity. Pleaded insanity. And he was never charged. Unfit. He was never guilty of, of anything. Not, but he had to go to... And he, all he had to do was take LSD therapy. Imagine just having awesome Nigga just tripping out for the, for the rest, of, the rest of, life. of his life until you die out. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, he went out too late. He went out too late. Damn. During the seventies, a, a one Russell Johnson, also known as the Bedroom Strangler, Ooh, yeah. raped and murdered at least seven women in their apartments in London and Guelph, and assaulted eleven others. I feel like I feel like you gotta ca- catch him after number three. Like that's fucking. crazy. I feel like there was a copycat for that. Oh, there's been a number of stranglers. <laughs> there's been no. a lot of stranglers. He's probably a copycat. Yeah, either he's a copycat or whatever. There was a copycat for that. I remember seeing that. Remember he's the, been chemically castrated? What the fuck does that mean? They, they cut off his dick with acid. <laughs> right? Like what? Chemically Actually, castrated and takes Lupron, a hormone therapy used to reduce testosterone in men. Uh, he's indefinitely confined to a psychiatric hospital. Uh, all right. Self castration with, with acid. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was the costliest <laughs> um, investigation in in Ontario's history, wow. amassing at least thirty thousand dollars. Paul Bernardo. We all know about Paul Bernardo. The big one for me is that Picton dude, the dude, the guy that fed all the all his victims to the pigs. And I the, didn't know that. This guy. Um, this is why you shouldn't eat pork, people. Is Shit. What I was his go name? Light on the pepperoni next week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I love some bacon. Yo. Tastes me, like some niggas on this pepperoni. Just talking about bacon with the Starbucks yeah. guy. <laughs> this bacon tastes like people. This is. Uh, I don't know if you got, but uh, if there's any like pig, actually, pork is the closest thing to human flesh. 
Yeah, that's why. So if you wanted to shit, taste what human humans flesh like, might be slapping. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up, Jeffrey Dom. Hold on now. Because remember, uh, like pigs will eat anything in the same way humans will eat anything. So are you saying Jeffrey Dahmer just wanted to be invited to the cookout? I'm saying that's Jeffrey why he, Dahmer that's why just wanted black, black he, oh he just wanted some some lechon. He wanted some nice pork on a fork. You know what I'm saying? You ever Jeffrey had, Dahmer thought Black Lives Mattered. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just they mattered to his palate. Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> this is horrible. You guys are all going to hell. All of you. <laughs> is Jeffrey cooking? And <laughs> <laughs> they got the stove down there. <laughs> He'd love hell. He'd be like, oh, roasting humans in hell? Jeff- let's take Jeffrey! Let's go. <laughs> That's a buffet to him. Jeffrey! <laughs> Yo, throw me a hot dog, my boy. Give me a little glizzy. <laughs> I'm throwing it up. Jeffrey Dahmer hot dogs are all street I, meat for real. You know all I saying? keep, all I keep thinking, <laughs> all I keep thinking about is that <laughs> is uh, that a Frank? No, it's just it's just Frank. Uh, <laughs> that's not a ballpark Frank. That's actually Frank himself. It's a Trinity Bell was Frank. <laughs> all I keep thinking about is that baby pigeon. And <laughs> the baby pigeon oh, that they tried to force me to eat. <laughs> the quail? No, the, the squab. The squab? Yeah. Oh, Hold on. Have you guys Chinese ever, <laughs> wedding? Oh, Have you guys funny. ever eaten like the black skinned chicken? No. What? Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> get on. out. Hold on. I'm sh- get out. Hold on. <laughs> no, no, no. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Yo, Chinese people do no, what? Time. Chinese people do what? Yo, look. Where's my x file sound? Come on, get up. This is Jeffrey Dahmer chicken right here. Come on. You never had oh my black God. skin chicken? Black, no. That's a black skin chicken. Doug, what do you think? What the Where fuck? Where do they grow? There's Where no. do they grow? <laughs> no. In, in Africa. <laughs> oh. You real fucking racist in here, nigga. God. Sorry, and, and they don't Where even do call it grow? black chickens. They're actually called blue, blue skinned silky chickens. <laughs> so they're so black that they turn blue. Yo, Popeye's missing out on the market. I'm just saying. <laughs> Oh my uh, god. Not no. probably crying. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it's Yo, Alicia said, where did they grow, nigga? God damn Harlem, where do you, what do you mean? <laughs> These chickens no. come jerked already, like You're not you're gonna try to tell me that they're everywhere? <laughs> These Well here's the thing. They they're like black it's just black feathered <laughs> chickens. <laughs> It's a black feathered chicken. That's and all so the black feathered chicken actually has black skin. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's, it's under. It's a, it's a white chicken in blackface. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Black feathers is blackface for chickens. That's fucking nuts. Yo, and, and have you ever seen. No, this is not real, is it? I can't wow. breathe, bro. And they yeah. even lay black chicken eggs. <laughs> oh they so they lay black. Bad. So they're real blackity black. So even black chick, <laughs> even black. Black no. me, God. <laughs> but even black chickens are a minority. Okay. Like, <laughs> Yo, that chicken look like seal. That's crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Oh, I can't well, breathe. Then. Please, can we move on? I'm sweating. I can't do this. Are we going? Hold back? on, but. <laughs> But that's how you know Easter is a, is a white thing, because you've never seen a black Easter egg <laughs> when they're natural. Like, that's a fact. What the fuck? Black eggs matter. <laughs> what the hell's going on? 
Where do they grow? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Holy That's a legitimate shit. question. He still hasn't answered that. <laughs> I, I think they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. haven't seen a black chicken here. Mm. Oh. I, I don't <laughs> think I've seen a black chicken either. It's too I, easy. I've seen black chickens in the Philippines, but not not here. Not here. <laughs> Of course, yeah. There's a lot of black chicks here. <laughs> well, there's no black chickens because they're also racist. They wanted oh the gosh. oh fuck white white chicken supremacy. Oh <laughs> Jesus! Back to these serial killers. <laughs> so speaking of black balls, Tori and the baby. <laughs> Saying that they're being blackballed, <laughs> academics is crying for for the baby <laughs> and for justice. Saying yeah. that Ebro's blackballing the baby, gatekeeping the culture, mm. and um, I just wonder where Axe been for the past two years. <laughs> like In his you, basement, you are the news, <laughs> but he's the news source. Yeah. Have you not seen what the yeah. baby's been doing for the past two years? Yeah, he's been in multiple. I can't even count on one hand. Physical altercations with civilians. Yeah. People who are at been, work. It hasn't even been two years. It's been like since he really came out, but it's gotten to the point where it's just too much. It's a pattern. He it's does it all the time. too much. At first it was like, maybe he's defending himself. Yeah. Then it was like, all right, you hit a woman. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, now you're hitting just employees at work and shit. Like, now how, you're just hitting everybody. Who, how, nobody gets into this many fights he's unless they're little, part he, of the problem. He's got that little man syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there was that... Uh, we cannot forget the tumultuous um, baby mama drama mm. on Instagram Live. Yep. Um, the that disrespect of his baby's mother continued mm -hmm. after that. Fighting his baby mother's brother after mm. that. Um, coming out and uh, bringing Tory Lanez on stage in the, the heat of everything, like when everything was at its peak, I feel like, in terms of the, uh, the Tory, Tory Meg situation. Yeah, and then on top of that, recently, he's chosen to lean into the villain role mm -hmm. in embarrassing with a Boogie woman Man? that's in a relationship oh. by exposing yeah, that they allegedly slept with each other. Yeah, um, the day before she got shot by Tori, allegedly. It's like got shot. A, to bring that Was up. <laughs> to bring that up, first of all, yeah. It's already like nasty, but to then, but to, to add the context of this was the day before she got shot, by the way. So then th that might that bring you to trial. Yeah, there's that. But th what about isn't isn't him and Tory homies? Well, yeah, obviously. So now he's fucking Meg while they were dealing. Well, they, they, him and Tory, who knows if they were friends then? Um, but regardless. Uh, Tori and Meg were not a public thing. We didn't know about it That's at true. least until after it was done. And who knows if they were actually like dating? Like at that time, Meg was seen with a number of guys. Yeah. G Easy at one point, she was letting lick her face <laughs> she and was shit. Living her hot girl life. She living her life, driving the boats. So mm -hmm. it's like, who knows? And you know, she's free to fuck whoever she wants. I yeah, guess. she wasn't in a serious relationship so, for real. So, <clears throat> and I think everybody. The funny part about that is that people suspected that the baby did for a long time because they kept collaborating and their antics on stage looked a little intimate, mm -hmm. but he still didn't say anything, which mm -hmm. I was like, hey, he's keeping it player. He's keeping it G. And then now when the chips are down, 
You don't have the machine backing you anymore. Mm-mm. All the pop girls have blocked you. <laughs> now you're yeah. bringing this up because mm-hmm. you knew he knew what it's going to do online. He, yeah. knew, he knew when he wrote that line. And for me, it's like, <clears throat> I'm starting to wonder if that's what it takes to become and stay in, the, in where they are. Like, do you need, you absolutely need drama and you need to choose drama, Mm -hmm. which is where there's a difference between people who get to that place and people Mm -hmm. who don't. Because choosing drama, like how many times have you come to this podcast and we're talking about somebody or something and you could choose violence very fucking easily. Absolutely. And you're just like, nah, I I choose peace. Yeah. Because the peace is so much more satisfying. Mm -hmm. Then putting it out there and dealing with the Wahala afterwards. Yeah. These people say, I want Wahala. Yeah. That's insane to me. Because it's a selling point. I have two examples, actually. Mm. So I was recently watching Brandon Gonez, uh, his interview with... Tracy Moore? No, uh, I did watch that one. Mm. Great interview. Yes. (laughs) Shout out to Brandon, though, for starting his own like Mm -hmm. media company. And he's doing solid work seeing that a lot more has so many people on his team Mm -hmm. like i'm just very proud of him you know he's building it out the correct way for sure yeah um and so he had interviewed julie black oh yes and so i watched the interview and in that interview she actually said that there was two situations where they came to her on some hey do you want to like play this out and when you say they who do you mean they pr okay so she said the first incident she she told one story and then she backtracked to a different incident so one day like when she went to the states and this was at a time where her music was like at its peak Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean like that that time and she was in the states now and she was signed to a label and everything like that in the states and she did this event where uh tim mcgraw tim mcgraw i think he was tim mcgraw was there and he was performing and stuff like that big country artist yeah huge country artist white man so she after the show or whatever they're all around and she went and met him and was like oh like great interview whatever whatever and somebody took a picture and it was just like you know them funny whatever Mm -hmm. but the way they were like holding each other and Mm. her head was like on the chest yeah you know it looked romantic and intimate so i think it was the new york post or something like that came to her and was like do you want to sell this picture and we will publicize it as um you are his black mistress because he was married jesus christ and she was like no (laughs) <laughs> yeah. she was like i just like i don't even know this man for real yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. but it was like that's how like a huge publication and it's like yo you could really get a lot of you know more fame off of that and then she said right after that like months after that she was in um she was in the studio and it was one of the songs i can't remember but you'll probably know because this is your guy uh, she was in the studio, and one of her songs was playing, and Nas was in this another studio. And he heard her song and went into the studio. was like, yo, that's dope. Can I use this verse on um, her album or whatever, right? 
And so, yeah, like they ended up hanging out and stuff like that. Um, they ended up going into a pool or something like that. Just whatever. And there was a camera in there. And so they're like, yeah, take pictures, take pictures, take pictures, whatever. Why don't you go sit on his lap? Why don't you do this and that? And they were really going to the PR people yeah. were like, let's sell this mm -hmm. as that you and Naz, Naz are together. Oh, and God. she was just like, no. no. But now she was like, fuck. <laughs> she's like, maybe I should have just done it. And she said she's going to come out with like a, a memoir book and she's going to like talk about certain situations that were presented in her life. Well, yeah, with her especially, like she was, yeah, especially at one point it was like, Julie's out of here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And she still should be, I feel like. For what she represents to us, mm -hmm. for Canada. Is queen of R&B. Queen of R&B. So it's like, <clears throat> I don't see any reason why she wouldn't blow up over there unless she's not going to tap dance. Well, And the that's the thing. It's like this tap dancing shit mm -hmm. is, it comes with the mix. Yeah. So she did say that it was unfortunate. She just got stuck in a an unfortunate situation with labels. So one of the labels that she was signed to got bought over by another label. Oh. And so she was on that label. And then when the other label th that bought it, that originally got bought over or whatever, mm. uh, got bigger, they went and they bought back the label that had bought them out uh. and then folded it yeah. and got rid of all of their artists except for they kept like really big ones and i can't remember the name she said of the ones that they kept but they were really big <coughs> artists and so she goes like it's just it was really bad timing pecking for me order to, yeah and and it just didn't work out it's it sucks when because that, we hear that a lot mm -hmm. and i don't know if it was a time where that was happening a lot that we mm -hmm. just weren't privy to because you don't hear that much now of a label buying another label right whereas like They'll buy small subsidiary labels yeah, like QC will get bought by 300 or whatever. No, 300 just got, uh, they came to a partnership with Warner. Mm -hmm. So QC and 300 and QC are pretty much on the same, same label. level. They're yeah. like little ones <clears throat> and they usually get bought over by the big mega ones. So yeah. There's like three that are really big, Warner, Sony, and Universal. But those big ones, and when they get bought by somebody like back in the day, mm -hmm. It would. That's what always would happen with, especially artists that you're not even necessarily not hot. Mm -hmm. You just don't have an album in rotation right now. Mm -hmm. or, you're not making music. Yeah. You don't have a demo that's like what they want. You don't fit the mold that they want. Like they might be looking for a specific talent and it's like, uh, we don't really need you or they don't have the money. And a lot of people they rather use the resources for something else. They'll get the acquisition with already in mind who they don't like and want to cut. Absolutely. So they'll come on and they don't care who it is. Like they, if they think, OK, these people are not what we want this to look like anymore. Mm hmm. Done. It happens with regular companies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like bi these big companies will come buy over other companies and they're like, we already know that we want to clear this department and these people or whatever. And so that's why a lot of people get um, nervous when mm. like big companies either buy them out or there's like a head um, whoever runs it, the president yeah. or whatever, they come in because then it's like, you don't know if you're going to be here. But We're downsizing, guys. Yeah. Downsizing, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> that's the word. That's the word. Anyways, man. the <laughs> other thing about like the whole publicity thing, um, the publicity monster, I was just watching uh, the real 
Hollywood bling ring. Do you guys remember back in 2009 how celebrities' houses were getting robbed by teenagers? Oh, yeah, that heist with the two two people that, yeah. No, there was multiple. And and so, but it was the main two that were like tried to become stars off it or some shit. Like they tried to. I remember after they they got caught, all of a sudden they were in like blogs like all the time. Like okay, so I was watching the the documentary. It's a limited series, maybe like three episodes or whatever. Nice. And so, what was originally happening was there was like two different sides. So there's a bo- the guy who was the one that was really robbing things with his friend, this girl named. Uh, I think her name was Rachel, Asian girl. They were just robbing shit for like fun. You Mm. know what I mean? And then they ended up meeting this other girl and this other girl in her family wanted to be famous at that time. Reality shows were really popping off Mm. and the mom had been a professional model before their dad, uh, before they got to, they ended up getting divorced, the mom and dad. And that's why they were broke and they wanted to, you know, find a way to make income. But the dad was, the director of photography for friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it was like two sisters and then one girl that the mom kind of took in and they were approached by some producers to potentially, you know, pitch a reality show and stuff like that. So those girls were trying to be famous. Mm-hmm. They were doing everything like, you know, possible, trying to be in the right clicks and all that stuff. And then they ended up meeting the guy, I think his name was Nick, who was had already started stealing stuff with Rachel yeah. and they tried to get him on the show as one of the girls gay best friends <clears throat> and the producers weren't having it. They're just like, mm, he's not really giving me a character that we could use, you know, cause they have like a, B, C, D type characters, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So he kind of just like, you know, got booted. And he was telling the girls as well that he was a stylist. So he'd show up to their house with like a trunk full of shit that he robbed from these celebrities mm-hmm. and let them like pick through things. And he was like, yeah, I'm a stylist or whatever. No style. Though. Yeah. But they <laughs> believed him. Because he had expensive shit. Yeah. And then the main girl, Alexis, the one from the reality side, she started getting into like, opioids is that how you say opioids Mm -hmm. and like other drugs like that and her mom kicked her out she moved to nick's house and then one day she was just like i want in on um like your scheme or whatever and he was like no whatever and then the other girl rachel bought somebody in so he's like all right fine brings this girl in they go and rob orlando bloom's house (laughs) she claims that she was like i don't even remember what happened i was like so high on drugs and he was like no she wasn't she was sober like they're two like conflicting stories Mm -hmm. which is so funny anyway so she ends up uh after the orlando bloom one and i think they ended up doing another robbery after that their face like the guy's face ended up being pretty clear and they were able to put uh one of his robberies as well as the paris hilton one or the andrea partridge one together and was like we can kind of make this out they were like sending it to all the blogs tmz mm. Perez hilton all of that shit to try to like find who this person is and she sees it on the news the girl alexis who did one of the robbings her and her friend went and like called up the police and snitched on him like mm-hmm. a fucking idiot and was like, yeah, his name is Nick, whatever. And so all they did was go on social media. They went on Facebook to find him. And then they looked through all his friends and were like, she looks like 
she could be the person that was like in the video, the security footage and use Facebook to find because this girl gave the name, which was so stupid. And so at the time she's filming this reality show now. And so when the police come, mom's freaking out, waking them up. The producers are like, yo, this is gold. They made them refilm all of that shit to include it in the fucking like reality show. The, Made they, who refilm it? The, the family. Po- That's what they but do, did though. They, did the they police... didn't use the police because oh. all they did was like, oh, turn the cameras off, turn the cameras off. You know what I mean? But they did the whole, what the fuck, Alexis? The police are on the phone. They yeah. That they're coming. Open up the door. Like, all this shit. They refilmed it for that. And then all of a sudden, this girl, Alexa, is now propelled into fame because her face is everywhere. And that's when they started doing the movie. They did the movie with, uh, what's her name? Christ- the girl that was in... Uh, I don't know, that vampire movie. She was like one of the head girls and they made her play the Alexis. And then this guy, Nick, who was the main person stealing everything. He's like getting mad jealous Mm -hmm. because he wasn't getting (laughs) no fame. And he purposely chose his lawyers to be like flashy and like good looking. People are desperate. And they're saying that everybody wanted to get famous. Like the DAs, the lawyers, they said that even the, one of the main investigators, he signed on as a consultant to the, to the movie. And so he was getting paid as a consultant and he was in it. Everybody just wanted to be famous. And then this girl, she goes and uh, she's like the star of the case. And she only did one robbery mm-hmm. and all that other shit. But they all got off. They pretty much got off like three years. Probation Everybody wants like to be a star with that stuff. I, I a remember months, talking about community a, jail. That's I think it? there was a yeah. hip hop lawyer. Fucking crazy. There's this yeah. guy called the hip hop lawyer. He's uh-huh. like he follows all the hip hop related criminal cases or whatever. Yeah. And he talks about, like, the New York hip-hop police, mm-hmm. right? And how, like... They have when divisions? They, yeah, they have divisions <coughs> for these, like, these artists or whatever that watch these artists and their crews and whatnot. But when they take them down, these guys are going in there gloating. Like, they take it as a badge of honor, and they go on road and gloat about it. Like, yeah. I, I arrested A Boogie. I was the one that arrested blah, blah, blah. Like, and they'll tell people's... All their information and all this stuff just to get people a little clout. Guy, it's, it's, like a, it's like a That's fish. Crazy. People want it's catch and release. They want to grab that big fish and then they want to say, "Hey, look, check what I caught." That's even yeah. like when Kobe passed away, and those sheriffs ended up taking pictures of his body. Yeah, from they the, just and got, the plane crash lost, shit. This lost a mad amount of money. And they, they go to the fucking bar like, "Yeah, I was the sheriff that was on site. Like, look at these pictures of Kobe's sixteen body. million what dollar, the fuck? sixteen million dollar secret. You just yeah, and picture you just took. Yep. This uh, Vanessa Bryant won her case. Yeah, she sued sixteen them. million dollars, and the other victim of that was in the picture. Their family won fifteen million, and um, Vanessa immediately. Put all sixteen million into the Bryant Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to her. Um, yeah, and yeah, I'm just so happy she got you know some payback for that because Absolutely. that's fucking. Disgusting, it's not even about man. the money. Yeah, it's not about it's the money because thing. you know, like I just seen that apparently his family just made eight hundred million off of an investment that he had made. Yep. Um, it's not about the money. They're good. Kobe's you know still winning I mean? in the afterlife. <laughs> yes, that you heard that correctly. It's the principle. Like, yo, people do not have morals. This is somebody's father. This is somebody's husband, family member. And you guys are going around and like doing that shit? No. Desensitized, man. And like, 
that's the thing about a job like that is like you see so much shit that like things just are it just doesn't matter anymore parts to you now they're yeah. just body parts it's good stories yeah. to tell yeah and it's it's more so di- white people love a dinner table story mm. white people patrick you know it man white <laughs> caucasians go to a dinner party and prepare their stories mm. before they say that shit Oh, do I got a story to tell you? By the yeah, time, yeah, yeah, yeah. by Listen the time this, they're like this. twenty years removed from that situation, the story has become so polished and mm. refined. They got little jokes in there now that they can slip in. They, white people love a story. This is what happens. <laughs> this is what, what black people and white people do. That is very different. I sound like one of them '90s comedians, but <laughs> black people do and white people. Um, white people. Eat first of all, you go to the table, no phones allowed. And everyone has to sit at the table. Like not no some people sitting on the couch watching TV, none of that shit. You mean at black people? No. At white White people. people? Everybody at the table, no phones, table every night. This is where we're eating. And when you're done eating, when you're done eating, (laughs) I was gonna say this there. There's also TV dinner white people. And you just wait. Until everybody done eating. And then it's like, it's like, it's not even done yet. <laughs> like, everybody finished eating, and now it's like a discussion. It's like, all right, that, what do we got? No, May I be excused? It feels so forced. No, but you know what's crazy is that, like, my white family doesn't eat that, do that. We're just, like, vibe, sit wherever. Your white like, family likes black people. No, no, no. It's my a mom likes black people. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I was going to say, because it's real, because, like, you know, there's the, the, the white families that don't care to eat together. They have, they'll eat in their own room or they'll do their own thing. Yeah. Like, but so even when we get sides, together, yeah. like Christmas time or whatever, we'll still take the food and we'll go and eat in like the living room or wherever the gathering spot is that's not the kitchen. Most white people I've run into thing. is like a table thing. You and know what like, I mean? Yeah, man. Table thing. That's a that's a rare white no, family. But what I'm saying <laughs> is that my father though, when I go to his house, we sit there at the tables and we stay there like it's really awkward it's very awkward it's like, and very forced can we like move away from the table first person point? to say yeah. Yeah. may no. i be excused gets a look that it's like you're like was that rude yeah. <laughs> like like when you're asking oh it's it's like it's My, almost like when you ask first to be excused from a table like that mm-hmm. oh you love us the least <laughs> my, li- my youngest brother he'll get up and he'll just go and his Max. mom his mom will be like where are you going and he was like, yo, I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> I will get up and be like, I'm done. <laughs> the fuck? Like, I remember my ex's family. I had to sit at the table and just wait until everybody was done and everybody started talking. And, like, obviously, you know, you, you start talking and get bust a little joke here and there. Afterwards, it doesn't seem so bad. But at first, you're like, nigga, God, Dad, what is going on? Can I leave? For real. Like, this is weird. That's how it is at my dad's house. It's really awkward. Like, we eat the food at is our good, house. But it's awkward. At the table <laughs> on Sundays. Like, yeah. for sure. When I was growing up, once in, a wh- once in a while throughout the week, we'll sit at the table all at the same time eating and, sh- and all that stuff. Sundays, almost, it's not mandatory, but it's pretty much mandatory that you're, mm. everybody's at the table. But most days, niggas is on the couch watching TV, eating. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's just doing their thing. Sometimes you, you bring your food to your room because you have homework or whatever. Like, so I don't know. My mom would never let me or my sister eat in our bedrooms. Smart. She was like, no food upstairs. Smart. I feel that, though. Because even now. There's a lot of those with things. the little ones, I'm like, Mm-mm, where are you going? Go Turn to the kitchen. To your mama. I'm going like, to go to the kitchen. I'm no, where's my mom? No eating in the living room. Go in the kitchen. <laughs> Y'all make too much damn That's mess. fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh man! Speaking of shutting mess. things down, um, <laughs> Toronto has shut down. Luxie, Luxie's is gone. R.I.P. Can you sing a little boys to men? Like, um, how do I? R.I.P. Luxie's. Um, you know, bubbling all those things. I can't fathom how much bubbles happened in Luxie's, honestly. But it's an astronomical number, this is and crazy. Uh, it will be missed. This is crazy. Love Child Social. That he's singing on, you know? Love Child Social, <laughs> wow. It's, it's been that you know, was a vibe years. in there, though. It like, used to be the Hoxton. The place oh, is yeah. a vibe. The you place know what is I mean? a vibe, for yeah. sure. For sure. Crazy. And we will miss you. Um, yeah. That one's being shut down for a the subway station. station. Mm-hmm. Um, also, regulars. R.I.P. R.I.P. to regulars. Um, but they're know. moving, I think. No, well, maybe, but I know I they're shut down because of what happened. Yeah, I remember Caravan Weekend. They were like, "This is going to be the last, the last weekend it's open," yeah. and they're like, "We're going to move somewhere else." So, but yeah, bye. R.I.P. Uh, moving along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do we have a Drake album in the work? X Files music. Q Q it. There's always a Drake album in the world. He's got a song coming up with Lil Uzi, and it's Drake featuring Lil Uzi. I made sure to check it out to see if it was Lil Uzi featuring Drake. Lil Druzy. It's a uh, Druzy. It's gonna be Druzy. <laughs> and um, he just announced a show at the Apollo. Yeah, November eleventh. Drake on Remembrance Apollo? Day. Yeah. On um, Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day here, Veterans Day there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, and this is the thing about the Apollo specifically. It's intimate. Very intimate. Mm-hmm. Small capacity. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of a move, even just the advertising and marketing of it, um, Hove's B-Sides show. Yes. Which was also very small, and it was, intimate. It was at the ho- House, of, House Blues, of Blues, I believe. I yeah, I think it was the House of Blues. I heard that was one of his best performances he's ever done. His B-sides. Mm-hmm. Niggas would love to hear Drake's B-sides. Like, mm-hmm. when has Drake performed good. Fear? Yeah. When has Drake performed um, Don't You Got a Man? Replacement really Girl. <laughs> they, they, there's so much B-side tracks that I've never... Pound Cake. Like, there's so much that he could do. Mm-hmm. That people know, like, and love, and it's tied to his station, Sound Forty Two, with Sirius XM, because mm-hmm. he said, uh, "Go to that page to see how you can get tickets." Interesting. I wonder if it's gonna be live streamed. Mm. That'd be super fun. You want me to find out? I mean, Podcast P. What, what are you saying? Can Drake use you or no? Nah, <laughs> no, nah, you're you're tied contractually. <laughs> um. <laughs> Did you put it in the clause? You cannot work with Drake. I put OVO <laughs> specifically. I was like, we will not. Oh my he God. has a P in his name. He, he won't let him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Podcast P who? Podcast what? what? Oh, wait. Never mind. It's Ooh, push a P? Oh, shit. Push a P. Push a P? Did you just get a new name? Not push a P on him. Oh, man. Let me find out. <laughs> Push a you don't rap about coke, you rap about meth. He just takes it to another level. <laughs> <laughs> just meth bars. Oh, His ugh is ew. <laughs> ew. Ew. That's the greatest ad lib ever. Ew. As a rapper. <laughs> it's like uh, Big Sean's boy. Um, but yeah, no. Look out for, for New Drizzy. 
That should be interesting. We do something here each and every week, and we do not have the music for it this week, but we're doing it anyways <laughs> because we don't miss a motherfucking week. God damn it. You've heard it every week here. And it is our good youth of the week. Ah, yes, you're such a good youth. You're such a blood clot good youth. Watch you. Watch you. Good youth, man. Um, Keep doing it because I, I got to find it. Um, This week's good youth of the week. Suspicion is killing me. We said that, you know, basketball is back. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we got to keep it home. Mm-hmm. Homebred. Mm. Fred Van Fleet is hey, our good youth, youth of the, the week. week. Ah, such a good yeah. Good man, young Fred Fleet. Van Fleet has uh, his scholarship that's awarded to a U of T student. Ooh. It's dedicated to black and indigenous students specifically. Mm. Announced it's its first recipient, an incoming student at the <laughs> University of Toronto. Van Vliet will also provide mentorship to the student. So he's not only funding them, he's teaching them. Because we reach them, we teach them, and we don't. Is he going to teach them basketball skills? That's what I want to know. <laughs> what is the teachings of a one Fred Van Fleet? What was his major? Imagine Fred majors in like calculus or some shit. Like this nigga well, just he did, go with to, numbers. he did go to college the whole time, didn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, like, he went for uh, four years. Fanshaw? No. Don't go me on that. Um, He's gonna teach people how no, to No, didn't he go to that black and yellow school? Black and yellow, yeah. It's the same school as Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. I mean not Andrew Wiggins, his older brother. Nick Wiggins. Nick. Why can I not remember? Ah. And CJ went there too. CJ LeFou or whatever. Nick oh Wiggins. Oh my gosh. Nick Wiggins College stats College Wichita State Yes Wichita, Wichita. Fred Van Vliet from Wichita State I don't know how you got Fanshawe <laughs> he, he, uh, It's the R in the Wichita and Fanshawe It's the R It's the W It's the W I, I, yeah. I think if anything he could teach is like, is like we, We're good on the music now Okay <laughs> I, I was gonna say um, It would probably be like betting or statistics You know Cause mm. that was the whole thing You know bet on yourself Oh No so, no, so actually he has a podcast and he's with one of, I don't know who he is, but he's a part of his team. And they discuss betting on yourself, like business, yeah. starting your business and financial stuff. So that's probably what they're going to mentor him. Bet365 is slipping. That's an easy commercial right there. Right. Bet, bet on, on yourself. yourself and then just like pick a team because <laughs> you're not betting on yourself. Well, technically, I guess he's not actually allowed to bet on himself on no. these sites. Imagine he Definitely. is. <laughs> Imagine he is. Could he's not. been telling us this whole time. Um, I'm trying to see what his uh, his undergrad was in. I'm kind of like interested now. Yeah. But anyways, that's it. First episode is in the books at Artscape Daniel's Launchpad. Mm. How are we feeling, folks? Feeling good. We're feeling, feeling good. Great. We didn't feeling have the great. mixer. We didn't have feeling our good. sound effects. But it was a great episode. Shout out mm. to Havaya Mighty. Yes. Legend in the making. Wonderful. For blessing us. Shout out mm. to all our YouTube viewers seeing our beautiful faces in a new space. If you have it, if you're on the audio, please go check us out on YouTube, Extra Gravy Show, or at least check out like the TikToks, the TikToks, the reels. I mean, the the momentum is picking up, so y'all yeah. need just join it, man. And if uh, can you, you start guys like tagging me in them, so I can get some followers off of them. Tagging you in the TikToks. They know who you are, nigga. Shit. No, in the TikTok. They, they know who you are. They don't know me. Yeah, we should be able to put our names in the bio. Like, what the fuck is up with that? I, I feel like you should take our TikTok. Well, yeah, so I'm going to do that come now. And follow us, too. Well, I'm going to do that now, but, I mean, yeah. they should just know us. They don't. They, don't. they do. 
In Canada? They do. In some places? Well, other places, yeah, no. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like New Zealand. We got some listeners in New Zealand. They don't know shit about yeah. us. Um, I love Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> but yes. What do you got going this week? This week, I have absolutely nothing, and I love it. <laughs> it's the first Ooh. week in so many weeks that I don't have anything going in. I have my sister's birthday on Saturday, um, so I will be missing the show, unfortunately. Which okay, sister? Okay. Um, but, you know. Uh? Which sister? My sister, Allison. She will be having her birthday She's dinner. She's not the one. The Was she the one that came to your birthday dinner? Um, yeah, they both did. Yes. Yeah, you met, you met Allison. I don't remember her Instagram. So happy birthday! If you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big up, <laughs> big up Allison. Um, but Norm's show, Norm's the Norman show, the Norm- one Norman! man show Black is going Black. down this Saturday. Tickets are almost finished. Mm. Um, Gravy Gang, if you do want tickets, like hurry when you're <laughs> hearing this. There's probably like ten left, honestly. So I will Maybe look left. right now. I believe Less. there Sorry. are. We're just gonna lie to them. Yes. I mean, there were there were fourteen left before I got here. So. Okay, so yeah, yeah. they're so basically, basically almost done. They're almost done. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's got one man show. He's got new material. He's got merch. Mm-hmm. He's got. Oh, it's gonna be fun. All the good stuff for I you. I need one of those crewnecks. Don't worry, man. I got you. Let me I know. Got you. I got you. Norm's you know? Norman show. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Very nervous. Um, You've been preparing because of the new stuff, or because of you know what? It's just you. It's because the old stuff. Still feels mm-hmm. it feels new again because I haven't done it in a long time. Okay, mm. but there's a lot of like uh, dumping of old stuff mm-hmm. to record and whatnot, and then a whole bunch of new stuff to introduce for the folks that have been supporting me. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to come and see only old shit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a good mix of classics and 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 newbies. Um, and it's yeah, your this first is, one. It's my first one. This is my big and body how long, of work. How many years have you been doing stand up? This will be ten years coming December, dude. Ten years. Ten years. So what first are you gonna do? Special. Are you going to film it? Podcast no? P in the place to Podcast be. Podcast P. Push it P. Push it P. <laughs> On the switches. You're gonna be doing the damn thing, He's holding me down working, up there. Yo. Oh, I might need to hire you for some. I might need to charge him tax stuff. Mad professional <laughs> sent me his receipt and all that. I podcast Yeah, piece. nigga got receipts. Yeah. Man, he got his company. He good to go, man. Good to go, my man. Invoice. Yeah. If y'all need um if y'all seeing and loving the beautiful lighting and camera work, shout out to the boy Podcast P, man. We'll mm-hmm. tag him. That boy got Instagram. He be hollering at the hoes on there. You feel me? Yep. He <laughs> got an OnlyFans. That nigga be showing feet. Wow. Right. <laughs> and his little, what was he yeah. wearing again? Those, uh, the Birkenstock the feet. Birkenstock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, don't let him hit you with ooh. the Bergies. Yeah, you don't want that OnlyFans to go and see that he, podcast team. He's got, team. The, you know he's know got the bands on now. That nigga wear Birkenstocks <laughs> in the winter. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. Wow, you in. didn't ask me what I was yes, doing. Yes, what are you doing, I'm Alicia? Sorry. I'm so sorry. What are you doing? Are the Argos working this weekend? They actually are exactly on so Saturday, what's going on? I do that. What's uh, happening? I'm doing that. Well, another <laughs> wedding on Saturday. Another <laughs> wedding? Oh my God. That's what she wanted to tell us. Why do people another keep falling in love wedding. that know I you? I know. Yes. Like, what the insane. fuck? <laughs> no, actually, tomorrow I'm doing something pretty cool. I'm interested to see how this is. Uh, mm. Remember how we talked about Jack Harlow looking like uh, Colonel Sanders? Mm-hmm. Okay. He, now he has the partnership with KFC. He does. Yes. He does. Yes. They they said it right after you said that. Well, he's he the Kenti- like he's the Kentucky guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So because he's from have, Kentucky. This is, my, this is what we said. Yeah. It's like we we said it only makes sense. Like they're missing out. 
Yeah. And so uh, he has a show tomorrow. City Girls is opening. In Toronto? Yeah, yeah. tomorrow at Coliseum. Coca-Cola Coliseum. Coca-Cola. It's called the Come Home Now show. City Girls is opening and then him. And so KFC is like doing a whole experience with us there. So I'm interested to see. That's when? Tomorrow. Or today. Because it's Wednesday. KFC? Yeah. They have this. That I mean, if, if, yeah. if McDonald's has done it, if all these people have teamed up with Sweetie, Travis Scott. But I mean, do you KFC? see what they did? KFC, they're smart, man. You're not seeing the play. They knew it would look racist. Supporting a black man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. So they gave it to that white boy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's so funny. They've been saw trying that. to support the rap community for years. Yeah. <laughs> I saw there was like, uh, it was a bunch of different uh, packaging for mm-hmm. body paint. And they had mm-hmm. one for red. It was like all these white people dressed red. And then they had like orange and all these people like painted in orange. They had blue. They had all these different colors. And then black just came by itself. There was nobody painted. <laughs> it was just the, the black can, the black paint body paint just came in a bottle. Nothing else. But all the other ones had a full package with body. All the all the white guys painted in the colors. Listen, listen. So yeah. they, they know. Like, if there's they, one thing I've learned this episode is that Norm <laughs> thinks Black Lives Matters. <laughs> he definitely got the black skin chicken. Yeah. <laughs> the black body paint. Black body paint. <laughs> And he's blackballing the baby. It's just, it's an amazing thing. <laughs> My lungs are black. Oh, His lungs are black. <laughs> Don't kill oh, me. But yes, another week, another classic. Yes. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys are on YouTube, share the video, man. Share it with your friends. Subscribe. Yeah. Tell some people. And um, we'll see you guys next week with Sh- the soundboard. Share our clips. The soundboard will be working. Yes. And we have uh, another amazing guest for you guys next week. Ooh. Uh, you guys are not ready. It's like, going to be a crazy month. Honestly, it's going to be a crazy I'm month. I'm trying to remember who. Oh, I'll tell you after when we get off this. <laughs> but shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Screw, screw. That was the Extra Gravy. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.